Hey, you're listening to Sonic Podcast Adventure, uh, the podcast where both hosts of ADHD and are trying their best. Uh, my name is Sean Eaton, and I am joined as always by... I am Chris Dobbins, and we are joined by... Hi, I am Escher Cattle, also known as Escher Bug. Uh, and we're talking about... Uh, Chow. Are we talking about the Chow Garden specifically, or Chow as a whole? I would say both. Yeah, why yeah. not? Uh, the little... The little Tamagotchi fuckers from from Sonic Adventure 1 uh, is where they were introduced. Uh, And they've been part of it since then, but have only actually been like an interactive element up until like Sonic Advance 3, I think. Yeah, they well, there was apparently a Chow Garden in um, the Sonic Chronicles DS game, but I have not played that, so I have no knowledge about it. Yeah, I haven't. Oh, right. There was like. Now I have to open that up. Hold on. <laughs> uh, but well, but first, uh, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, tell us what you do uh, and then tell us your history with Sonic as a whole. And then specifically, like uh, your history with like loving the chow with like why you want to talk about this and all that. Yeah, sure thing. So I'm um, I'm a scientist and cartoonist. I got started in playing Sonic around 2000. I think my first game was Adventure 2, and then I went back to play Adventure DX with a friend very sparingly years later. But because I was a little baby that didn't have the fine motor functions of my older sibling, uh, I wasn't very good at playing the actual level, so I really latched onto the Chow Garden. And so... I never even put that together. That's probably why I loved the Chow Garden as a kid, too, because you could <laughs> look around a cool environment and run around a Sonic and there wasn't anything that was saying like a giant F for how bad you did at the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody grades you on how good your Chow are unless you ask them to. Unless and you don't go ask into the Chow Kindergarten. <laughs> you go oh, into the Chow Kindergarten like... and you go to the doctor and he tells you how good your Chow is at stuff. <laughs> I would love if you actually like went to the doctor and you brought a child or you go to the vet and you bring your dog or whatever. And they're just like, wow, your dog's going to be really good at soccer. <laughs> but just absolutely, absolutely Garbage terrible when it comes to swimming. Like, yeah. <laughs> just don't put your dog in water. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even think about that. Um so wait, now, hold on. Before we get everything else, I didn't know about the scientist part. And I'm going to have to ask you like chow based science questions if I can come up with any uh, <laughs> later down the line. I have good news for you because part of why yes. I'm a scientist is because of my interest in chow. Go on. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I was just very easily influenced by media as a child, but um, I cite being a scientist on two different video games that were in pivotal points of my childhood. And that's Sonic Adventure 2's Chow Garden and Animal Crossing. Um, wow. Chow kind of got me interested <laughs> in genetics and biology and like animal behavior because Chow are such weird little animals, creatures. It's unclear if they're... I have a description I want to share later, but please finish. (laughs) Sure, sure. But Chow got me interested in biology as a whole, as well as zoology behavior and everything. But it got a little refining when I played Animal Crossing and got interested in insects. So I'm an entomologist. I actually like work at the Smithsonian. 
<laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very cool. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> super great. But also I make cartoons and have made cartoons for such a long time. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I was just blown I away. I think that's I sort of I think that's a really there, cool. I? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that's just really cool. Like that you th- those are two very cool careers to me. So I'm just a little bit like, oh cool. <laughs> Thank you. I think they're also very cool and interesting. There's just so much about both of them that you <sighs> another ADHD thing is like you just can't do everything. Yeah. <laughs> um well uh, yeah, I guess just like I don't know. Where where should we start off with the Chow? Like I, I, their history was probably a good spot. Like they, they started in Sonic Adventure. Oh, yeah. They, they play, were kind of pivotal in Sonic Adventure. Yeah, they like like as as like little creatures, they play like a lore and plot role in Sonic Adventure because chaos is a Chow. Yeah. Uh, corrupted and uh, or not corrupted. He's eventually mutated. corrupted. Yeah, he's just mutated. Yeah, he's mutated uh, and then gets a bunch of power from the garbage diamonds. Yeah, <laughs> the garbage diamonds. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so and then they're like uh, they're part of Tikal's story and they're like there in the end, too, I believe, in that like final cutscene. Uh, yeah, they, they they play a story part, but they're also like. It, the the research I found was like it, um, uh, it's a, it's a video by uh, Bill, uh, uh, William Tice uh, Billiam Tice I forget what he goes by um, I, on YouTube but he talks about how like the Dreamcast was like trying to show off everything in a new Sonic game and they had the uh, the VMU things which were like Tamagotchi so they decided to just make them Tamagotchi and made Chow for them and then linked them to Sonic Adventure. I yeah, mean, apparently or, in the first uh, Nights in the Dreams game on the Dreamcast or maybe the Saturn, I don't remember. Um, they had like a a system like this for other creatures, and then they sort of evolved it when they started making Sonic Adventure. Yeah, I, I it's it was probably you know the the idea was there beforehand because they wanted to use the VMU. Um, and uh, I was going to say, and then uh, in Sonic Adventure 2, same thing. They were the, the, the game kind of informed the like the, the system kind of informed it like they they had this, the uh, was it the hero and dark stories. And then they decided, OK, well, now we're going to evolve the Chow into hero and dark evolutions as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, there actually weren't hero and dark Chow in Sonic Adventure 1. There was only yeah. neutral type Chow. And then. Yeah. But could you still give them the animals? No, because there wasn't animals in Sonic Adventure 1, right? There were, actually. There were? God, I don't At even remember so. that. At least in DX there were. But yeah. they didn't... I don't think they changed physical characteristics characteristics of the Chow. Yeah, they just uh, helped their stats and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there were. Okay. Adventure 2, you had the option of using Chaos Drives and or animals, but the animals would also change their physical attributes faster. Okay. Uh, I, I I found this on the Chow Island website, which seems like something that uh, every Chow fanatic, fanatic would have visited in like the t- early 2000s. Oh, it's still being updated. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> hold on. Dang, I was going to see if they had an. Oh, yeah. 1996. Look at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. But yeah, I, it is like such a calming, nice little place to visit, you know, it's just a nice little addition to a game that's all about like speed and high pace and like 
well, now you're shooting, shooting up stuff and you're you're running around stuff. It's like, hey, but why don't you why don't you visit your little friends? Let's just <laughs> hang out with these little pudding boys. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say pudding because <laughs> one of the things that stuck out for me in their descriptions of their anatomy was <clears throat> they are small creatures with gelatinous pudding like bodies each. <laughs> yeah, they're just little, they're just little goopy guys. I'm imagining. Do you remember those little like you would get them in like like roadside stores and like touristy stores where they were like the bag of like gelatinous liquid that if you like held them, they would slide out of your hand and they kind of like you couldn't grab them properly. Yes. Do you know what exactly I'm talking about? What yeah. I imagine a chow is like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or a giant fruit gummy. <laughs> Just like uh, a huge, a huge fruit gusher. Yeah. And I guess worth mentioning, too, is like. I'm already all over the place uh, is that like they are like a cor- they they quickly became a cornerstone of uh, Sonic. I, yeah. I you know, obviously, because I think a lot of people who have like obsessive tendencies really like are drawn to Sonic and then are drawn to the more or less. There is some gotcha ness to it, to um to like a Tamagotchi type simulator, like an animal, uh, you know, uh, God, I don't even know what the name is. There's probably a better name for it, like, uh, like in Japanese pet? games. Yeah, virtual pet. But like th- there is like, yeah, th- that that stuff gets so addicting to people. And if you have any small amount of obsessiveness, like it's going to draw you in. And then all those people who are still Sonic fans are like, OK, where's the new Chow Garden? Well, yeah, it's every time we get news about a new popular game, popular mechanics. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's they just had that interview with Takashi Azuka where they were like, what is the. What is the thing that people ask for most for a Sonic game? And he immediately says Chow Garden. <laughs> With the most tired expression, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. And then the follow up question was, is there going to be a Chow Garden in this game? And he said, no, I know. Well, I know my my theory is that Sonic Adventure one and two, as big as they are, don't have that many hours of content. So it was there to pad it out while not taking up a lot of space on the Dreamcast, because even though the Dreamcast was advanced, it was still you know, a 90s console. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now that there's more room to make games longer and stuff, they just don't bother that. Plus, Sega is just constantly like crunching their team. There's no way they have any time to even hire. But they don't even have budget to hire a Chow Garden team and then don't have the time to implement it into a game. <sighs> but I mean, at least you can enjoy the old ones on PC, Xbox and I think yeah. PS4. Yeah. Uh, it's I like I get it. I understand why people want more, but I also get why they don't put it in because they never get the, enough time to finish the game most of the time. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, there's like this big this is big trend in AAA or at least large publisher gaming that like the crunch is so bad that you don't even send out a finished game just to make even a delayed deadline. Yeah. And then uh, day one patches. <laughs> yep. And then um, patches after where they're like, hey, yeah, we're introduce a character who should be in the game already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's on the cover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's um, DLC for a character that is already in the game and core mechanics that were in the predecessor that you have to pay for. <laughs> Just to jump ahead, it, it does suck, though, because Frontiers, like the island, seems like it'd be the perfect place to find like chat, like like one of the mini games is collecting chow like you would. the de- uh, Is it the Deku spirits? Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's um, uh, uh, Korok, the Korok spirits. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
even in um, Majora's Mask, there was a quest line where you would gather spirits of broken great fairies. Yes, yes, yeah. I remember that. Uh, just gathering all the chat, like maybe they don't have time to put a whole mini game in there, but, you know, mm-hmm. collecting them a la uh, Dalmatians in Kingdom Hearts <laughs> would be would be a good way to implement it. But uh, well, Frontiers will have what are they? The Cocoa Spirits, like the little rock and grass creatures that we've barely seen. But um, oh, yeah, uh, apparently um, some like uh, data miners found mm-hmm. in Origins. There is some leftover stuff, possibly from the development of Frontiers, and they have one um, like thing labeled uh, Kodama, which Kodama are the little forest spirits in Japan, like the uh, like the little white creatures from Princess Mononoke. So I think they're trying to make those Coco creatures into like the Sonic version of Kodama. But I'm wondering, like, if there's going to be anything similar to the Chow when it comes to them. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't just do the chow in that exactly. situation then. Yeah, yeah, it's I mean, you know, a lot of our criticisms for Frontier so far is that it seems like they kind of dropped Sonic into an already built game that wasn't going to be a Sonic game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so who knows? Um, but uh, back back on track to the chow. Uh, yeah. I, I guess like as the resident uh, expert, uh, Escher, why don't you walk <laughs> us through like like, like, walk us through the chow raising process. <laughs> oh, sure. So do you want to hear about the life cycle or the gameplay loop of being a chow garden inhabitant? Yes, that. But also I do have the uh, uh, the chow lifespan here. Hold on. Let me find yes. the image. Uh, chow Island it is, hilarious. is an incredible resource. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hold on, because it's it's a pretty hilarious image <laughs> when you look at the life cycle of a chow. <laughs> Uh, so it goes um, uh, child chow cocoon adult chow pink cocoon comes back to life reincarnated gray cocoon die <laughs> yeah and there's technically more to this <laughs> really yeah yeah I'm just yes. laughing at die <laughs> <laughs> I think this is like official art too like yeah yeah <laughs> you just never expect to see it but that is in the end the fate of most virtual pets um. <laughs> oh, I wonder how my Nintendo dogs are doing. Don't think. Oh, about don't, it. <laughs> don't make me think about that. Yeah, <laughs> that was the first game I got. They are starving. <laughs> oh. uh, I found this. Uh, oh wait, this is how to make a, a a a chow chow, which is a different one. Also, we need to talk about the fact that their name are just chaos without the s. Yes, it's yes. good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, they also don't get pronounced the same. Yes. Uh, hold on. And now I'm trying to find the complete life cycle. It's a very small image because it's probably from yeah. very old websites, but it's um, uh, it's tough to diagram your way through it. A lot of. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, t- t- walk us through this, walk us through the sure the, the chow razor life. <laughs> yeah. So you walk into the chow garden when you've unlocked it and you can do this really, really quickly in Adventure 2. I think it's a little slower in Adventure 1. So you walk into the chow garden and there's pretty much always your first time you're going to find 
at least one egg there. You can either leave the egg to your to its own devices, or you can hold it and kind of wiggle it around in your arms. And it's I believe you can yeet it at the wall and it you're patches also as well. able to yeet it. <laughs> I tend not to. Uh, well, uh, the first thing I learned about the chow garden was from my friend who, mm-hmm. who said that, like, uh, oh, if you throw it around, it turns evil and then you unlock the evil one. I'm like, oh, the evil one's cooler than the heaven one. I'm going to unlock the evil one first. You're not wrong that the dark chow all look way cooler. <laughs> yeah, they get a blood river, too, or like a blood lake. Yeah, it's <sighs> I was such a baby goth. I loved the dark garden so much. But yeah, so you get an egg, you can either heat it at a wall, which, God, what a way to be born. Um, <laughs> you see the light and then you see the wall. Yeah. And Chow always look extremely disoriented after you've done this to them. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it feels bad to do. I don't do it. But yeah, can, no, I, I learned the error of my ways, but yeah. as a kid, I would nonstop throw them to turn them into dark chow, uh, which I, then I learned that you could just pet them as the dark characters and that mm-hmm. would work too. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people who did play with the chow garden didn't know this. My guitar teacher and I have been talking about Sonic Adventure 2 because we both grew up on it. And he said that he'd never unlocked the dark garden because he didn't want to be mean to his chow. Oh, <laughs> which very sweet. I understand. But also you're missing out on the aesthetic. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, oh, God, I forgot about the the spooky face up in the mountain here. Yeah, the big bat mountain. Yeah. Look at him. Love it. <laughs> it's like if you could just chill out in Pumpkin Hill without being assaulted by a ghost. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and without haunted pee. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we we did um, uh, we did a, a charity stream recently where uh, we were uh, playing Sonic Adventure 2. And I think I took the controls on Pumpkin Hill and sure God, did. it's just an assault. <laughs> one of the one of the charity rewards was to have me take the controller and I'm terrible at video games and it drives oh, Christian wild. <laughs> <laughs> and I take over on Pumpkin Hill and it's just an assault. If you're standing there trying to get your bearings, there's something that's going to hit you. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a reason that Pumpkin Hill's like not one of the first Knuckles levels. But it's the coolest looking one. It's That's so what good. Sucks. I want to take it in and they won't let me. <laughs> yeah. It's also one of the places where it's a lot easier to get most of the special animals. Yes. I remember that. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Like the skull dogs are extremely easy to get there. And I, I don't know how confirmed this is because I couldn't find it when I was like looking back on Chow Island since it's been a while. Um but if you give your chow a skull dog, you can start to give it hats and it will actually know how to wear them. All right, you give him a pumpkin head. Yeah, you can give him a pumpkin head. You could dig up a skull in the dark garden and that chow's just wearing a skull. Yo, what? Hold on. Yeah, I remember if you're, that. If you play as Knuckles or Rouge in any of the chow garden levels, you can dig up pumpkins in the hero or neutral garden and skulls well, in the dark garden. I did find a chow skull because that's what I searched. Uh, I don't I got know what if I they're the chow for. skulls. I think they're just other creatures. Skulls. No, I, I found that. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Where is that? That is, I think, in like the fortune tellers uh, thing. Uh, Good Lord. Oh, look at these little guys. They're ready first for of Halloween. All, first of all, they've got nostrils and chows don't have noses. 
And yeah. I hate that the little point on their head is bone. See, I don't, don't worry think about that's it. an actual chow skull. <laughs> I think that's a target Halloween chow skull. Yes. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Where it's like the octopus is made of bone or whatever. Yeah. The octopus <laughs> is made of bone. All the dog bones have ears. <laughs> oh, my the God. Skeleton bones have boobs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> There's a tarantula skeleton. I won't even get into why you can't do that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm I'm pretty sure that because Chow are just made of little. I think they're probably made of the same kind of substance as boba. <laughs> yes, they're little tapioca evolved creatures. <laughs> the, little, the little ball on their head is just floating boba. Yeah, yeah, it's um, delicious. And that's the real reason that. Uh, they were being persecuted in Adventure 1 by the Echidna tribe. <laughs> For their sweet, sweet boba meat. Yeah, because they were delicious and oh so nutritious. Um, but yeah, yeah, back to the life cycle. <laughs> oh wait, actually I did find a skeleton dog, hold on. Yeah, those I like are... the design of the skeleton dogs. Yeah, They're pretty cute, they look like they're just I a like plush them. toy. Yeah, yeah. Cute. it looks very uh, Invader Zim Hot Topic era. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> you better believe if someone were selling like little plush skull dog keychains on Etsy, I would have one by now. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, I was going to say, you know what? I'm going to look at that later. <laughs> I keep getting distracted. Uh, but Chow. <laughs> yes, let's talk about let's talk about Chow. So once your Chow hatches, it will grow in different ways depending on how you treat it and what you give it as enrichment or food. There are certain kinds of food that you can only buy from the black market in the chow kindergarten that can give your chow certain attributes. But uh, mostly what people know is whether you're kind or cruel to your chow will change its alignment. And the alignments are hero, neutral, and dark. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. And then add to that, like all of the different variants you can have for your child, like the different colors they come in, the animal traits you can like give them and Absolutely. all that other stuff. There's the also total a whole amount, genetics layer to it. Yeah, the, the total amount of different types of chow you can have are one thousand. Uh, sorry, one hundred thousand one hundred sixty six thousand two hundred ninety nine total variants. Damn, Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, it's insane. And, and, and like they didn't pro like that's like they didn't technically program all that. It's just like little bits they made to like let you customize it more or less. Yeah. But and that's depending insane. On, mm -hmm. Depending on what you want aesthetically, it also differs from version to version of the game. Yes. I. Uh, wait, like from DX to the original or. Uh, actually, DX to original as well as system to system on the same game. Really? Oh, yes. It's fascinating. Yeah. So yeah, some of then... these are considered glitches. Ooh. Oh, yes. so there now we're are, into the shit. <laughs> there are chow that you can only get from basically buying them or getting them in a different game. And right. Yeah, yes. You could get jewel tone chow or the gold or silver chow that you can just find in areas in Sonic Adventure DX. Or you There's can get ones them from, from Advance, Advance, too, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I had a copy of Advanced to hook up, so. (laughs) (laughs) To to feed your addiction of Chow collection. (laughs) Yeah, I bought Sonic Advance 2 just because I wanted to be able to use the tiny Chow garden. You mean there's a game attached to the Chow Chow supplier? (laughs) But it also turned out that Music Plant was a pretty dope level. Yes. Um, I I, I do have a question to, to interrupt. This Chow runs the black market, and then there's like Chow teachers and Chow fortune tellers. Yeah. They seem like little dumb baby guys. Why can some of them have jobs? (laughs) First of all, don't worry about it. (laughs) Second of all, um, Chow can become more intelligent the more enrichment they've received. Oh, okay. Now, the Chow that you keep basically as pets won't ever talk to you like the black market chow or the chow principal or the chow doctor um the chow black market guy who i'd like to point out has a little fish pet black lagoon guy (laughs) a little a little creature from the black lagoon i love he has his own pet (laughs) yeah this chow is smart enough to understand capitalism he he became so he became so intelligent a pet became so intelligent that he now wants to dominate over a slightly less intelligent creature i mean if I it's good say, enough for neopets <laughs> yeah <laughs> i will say the uh the child black market certainly gave me a different definition of what the black market was for a long time <laughs> oh god yeah it absolutely colored my idea of what a black market was <laughs> where is your giant bucket and uh black lagoon fish creature sir <laughs> why aren't we in a locker right now why do you have a knife <laughs> where's your fish reading a book <laughs> I like that he's, he's perpetuating this cycle of I was a pet I am now smart enough to own a pet and now I'm going to teach my pet to read to yeah, then become smart enough to own his own pet circle of life <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god sorry huh? I keep but interrupting yeah, with dumb bullshit it's fine <laughs> everything about the actual world building of the chow garden is so goofy that it, it's hard to not be silly about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, like you could tell me that this is just a separate game that's built into the Dreamcast, and I would believe you because it's so like outside of their involvement in the plot of Sonic Adventure One, they are not very Sonic y characters. I'd say no, they're very think, cute though. Like, yeah, the way that I think they over time we've associated too. them, obviously, but yeah. Oh god, I I like. That's the thing, too. They it, like they're they're Tamagotchi knockoff, more or less. But I think they're the superior one because Tamagotchi all there's like seven different varieties of like types you can get or whatever of Tamagotchi. I like the idea of there's a base form and then it changes over time. And like the little like the expression like uh, dot above its head is such a smart little like that's a very Japanese like uh, like virtual pet idea. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's it's a very God, they're, they're like, I don't want to say it like this, but God, they're very like perfectly corporately designed. <laughs> <laughs> On one hand, yes, I agree. On the other hand, I don't know. I think, I think they could have looked slightly more corporate. Oh yeah, yes, they're still it, appealing. Yeah. Um. Well, they, they're 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 mask they're they're mascots designed by the, the you know the mascot capital of the world. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. They know uh, how to make cute. 
Yeah, exactly. Sean, uh, I'm curious. I, I, what is it about their design yes. that you feel is not very Sonic? Um, I don't know. I, I think just if somebody had showed you to them first and then told you they were a Sonic character uh, or like more or less from the Sonic world, I, I think you'd have to like prove it to them. <laughs> See, I, I don't feel that way because I feel like their designs still fit with the design philosophy of Sonic because most Sonic characters, their heads and their bodies and especially like their hands are built around circles. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. But I also think that like that was just a lot of Sega uh, like that. Knights kind of looks like that, too. So I, I'm saying like in the era they were made, they don't necessarily look the most unique to Sonic. But now they are like we more associate them with Sonic I because I think I think Sega games that look like Sonic but aren't Sonic are few and far between now. Mm, OK. Uh, I do fair. love his little beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to wonder if it's fake because I've never seen yeah. a grow facial hair. <laughs> you take it off and he just looks like one of those like, you know, cut like a like a like a um, like a screen grab from like Chowder or uh, uh, <laughs> Flapjack of just like the biggest baby face. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you take off the glasses and that and it just looks like. Also, uh, like giant eyeballs. I like I like in the principal's room screenshot in the background. They're teaching the alphabet by the sentence. I love Sonic. It's a little indoctrinating. <laughs> they, yeah, like the real world. School is propaganda. <laughs> well, yeah, touche. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, you know, in Chow school, they don't teach your Chow how to read. Hmm. They really don't. What am I paying for? You're not. <laughs> what it's are my free. taxes paying for? Uh, the fortune telling Chow is. I don't know what her deal is, but I do love her. An icon. <laughs> um, I she interrupted does name with your Chow. <laughs> yeah. I I, uh, I interrupted with a lot of stuff after you uh, keep keep walking us oh through. Oh, God, yeah. OK, so you have a chow and you treat it however you're going to treat it. What you can do is you can be cruel or kind to it to affect its attribute. Um, no, it's alignment. But you can affect other attributes by giving it collectibles that you find within the actual levels of the game. Right. And this is... In two, at least, two is really where my expertise is, is with animals and chaos drives. Animals you find walking around all the different levels or in like little pipes somewhere in most levels that you whistle in front of and an animal comes out. Oh, yeah. And it's it's a yeah. way smaller pipe than you think it should fit in. I remember discovering that because you, I would just walk by and see like a prompt for like to press Y or whatever. And I'm just like, why, why am I whistling? Do I have any context for this? <laughs> and you get a little animal that goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we need to talk about the noises the chow make eventually, but go on. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they were actual baby sounds is the thing. No, there, it okay, was a, I need um, to find it. the voice of the chow for the longest time. Uh, I just, I just looked this up a moment ago, but she was a voice actress who was also a composer for um, nights into dreams and rye star. And literally, she, the only characters she voices in Sonic are the Chow. I mean, that's a dream role. <laughs> the first thing that came up when I played it was just like gibberish, and it is adorable. Yeah, they're babies. 
Yeah. They're little fellas. They're little guys. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. Where was I? Um, Attribute chaos drives. Yeah. You can give them little animals and you can give them chaos drives, which are basically some kind of power core in all of the robots that you are destroying throughout the game. That you and make them the drink. Yeah, you make your chow drink batteries. Yeah. <laughs> and it makes them swim good. Yeah, in, 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 they're drinking radioactive goo. They're good for the environment. They're they're natural radiation eaters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, chow are like those little um those little bacteria that we're finding out can eat plastic. Or like, yeah, carbon dioxide or whatever. Yeah. Okay, here's something yeah. interesting. I was just because like I, I knew the chaos drives in Sonic Adventure 2 were made by Gerald Robotnik. So I was like, okay, what's the actual history of them? And they're made of chaos emerald energy, which is the same exact energy that makes Sonic go supersonic. So Sonic can just mainline chaos energy <laughs> if he wanted to. <laughs> He just gets one of each one and then just like puts them into a Sonic shaker bottle. Sonic and just News <laughs> Network says the chaos drives were initially designed by Gerald Robotnik as a means of transferring energy to living tissue as part of his work on Project Shadow. Sure. Huh. Sure. <laughs> and now they feed. God, I'm just imagining they, Sonic drinking one of them. Now they feed little dumpling babies. <laughs> Yeah, they yeah. feed little dumpling babies. How are they mass producing chaos? <laughs> how many did he? Well, no, no. I guess the question is, how many did Gerald Robotnik make and then accidentally drop everywhere? Well, because they're even in. I don't know. They're even in Sonic 06. So they've been around a long ass time. Yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, I'm absolutely talking out of my ass at this point, but. I'm assuming what happened is Gerald Robotnik invented the process and then gave it to Gunn. Yes. Mm. Yeah, they are in all of Gunn's machines. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. what, a, uh, what a way to name a, an organization <laughs> that is antagonistic to Sonic. And shot, Gun. shot a girl to death. Yeah. God, yeah. Uh, I would do like to interrupt with this. Oh, and it's not loading. Uh, it's... A child playing with a Sonic doll. I didn't know that was a thing. Whoa. Oh, there it is. Look yeah. at him. Uh, there's a cute. GIF of it, too. Hold on. I have to find the GIF. But I uh, love keep going. that the Sonic doll, like, looks a little tired, he's, like a little done with like this. It looks a little bootleg. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they also draw and they play music and stuff. I totally forgot yes, all this stuff. It's like all coming draw. back to me. Yeah, that's what you yeah. send them to school for. Yeah. Uh, mm. <laughs> please make him stop drawing on the walls. <laughs> no, discourage the school behavior. will only encourage them to draw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forgot about yeah. So like you can give them all them like they start like Thompson Thompson Saul is posting this. <laughs> um, here, here I found the uh, the drawing one. It's very cute. Uh, there we go. Yeah, that, that is very, very good. cute. Yeah, it's very cute that like that's what you get out of it. It's just these little extra like thing behaviors from them. That's just like calming and fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. So these. Um, Why did he draw himself sad? <laughs> 
It's self-expression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like when they when they tell kids to draw in therapy. Yeah. Oh my god. Random they can thought, also but like, draw Sonic. <laughs> God, I'm sorry I'm so ADHD this episode, but like I'm looking at the Chow eyes and how they're like a separate I like a separate, you know, uh model on top of the uh head so they can be animated <laughs> separately. They look like those like round hard sprinkles that you see on like fancy cakes. Oh absolutely. Oh, yeah. You can like, get yeah. those at Michael's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, what is a cow but a dessert? <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'm so surprised. Like, what did the, uh, like this? The Sonic Critter put out like how to make like uh, bow buns look like chows, right? Like chow mm-hmm. buns. Uh, but where are like the desserts? Forget, They're described as pudding. Don't forget in Tails Tube, Tails on his desktop had chow dinner recipes, and people were like, <laughs> "Yeah, <"Huh?" laughs> yeah." I don't know why we're surprised. Look at them. <laughs> yeah, they look. They look like when you bite them. They like. They look like. Uh, they taste like like the marshmallow whip. You know. Absolutely. <laughs> oh God! They look like peeps. You, wait, shit! That I have to make that now. <laughs> That would be I have to learn how to really make homemade cute. peeps and make them chows because like it's right like it's they have like the whip point and everything like you use mm-hmm. like a piping bag and everything. Absolutely. Oh shit. <laughs> Making marshmallows is super fun, by the way. I oh good to really know. excited for you. Someone gets set going. Do you get to grind up the horse hoes yourselves? Or? <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so made with you- real chow. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you can get I am your off the stuff. rails. It's okay. I understand how it be. <laughs> <laughs> so you can give your chow different stuff for enrichment, and this uh, affects their appearance. It affects their skills. It affects their alignment. You can also send your chow to school to learn things like drawing or dancing or playing instruments, which if you get, if you get enough chow that are good at playing instruments together, they'll form a little band. Oh, I know that. It's very sweet. Like there are some that play the drums, some that play the piano, some that play a little horn, some that play castanets. There's one that's very rare and it plays the didgeridoo. <laughs> There's one that's uh, that leans into the mic like, all right, this one's going to take the whole establishment down. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, that's just a minion. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Did we just figure out? Oh god, we've cracked it. <laughs> Thank God Illumination's not doing the Sonic movie. <laughs> no, they're doing Mario, so we'll get that with Goombas instead. I mean, that does does that really stop anybody from turning things into minions? Wasn't there that Scoob movie where they turned robots into oh, minions god, or don't whatever? Get me started on Scoob. <laughs> oh god, I I cannot believe we like they were the minions before minions. <laughs> Oh my god. We we have to cut that out of the episode. We cannot release that information into a while. <laughs> it's, it's top secret information from the scientists at the Smithsonian. <laughs> Technically. Uh, but yeah, you can send your chow to school to learn a bunch of different stuff, or you can put those skills that your chow has been learning in all the enrichment with animals and battery juice to the test by sending it off to run races or do karate. Uh, oh yeah. I forgot about the karate was, was the karate in addition to one of the versions or. Um, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure because I only played on the GameCube Sonic adventure two. Oh, okay. Where I... it's just baked in already. Right. Right. Uh, but yeah, the 
the chow is like I remember the, like the actual like sporting events with the chow are like what I dreaded the most. Like oh, they're I punishing. Oh, they're they're the worst because it's like all up to chance. It's all up to how good you did at like raising the chow. Yeah. And not like you can't contribute. You don't get to like press A to swim or anything like that. Like there's nothing well, you can do. You can press A to cheer, but it depletes your chow stamina. So it's better usually if you don't. Yeah. Oh my god. There's a whole thing. There cheer. are invisible stats. <laughs> oh, it's like there's... if you it's like if you got to the Elite Four and the champion in Pokemon and all you could do was just press autoplay. <laughs> yeah, you just had to watch it play out like you're in yeah. Fire Emblem. Yeah. God. It uh Yeah, that's the part I didn't really like. I just liked playing with little guys, running around the cool area and like like it, it's funny. I I liked the Chow Gardens. I don't think I actually did like got like deep into like the actual like strategy of raising the perfect Chow and all that. Oh but sure. I really just like the safe environment of Oh, cool. I can see how long tails can fly here. <laughs> tails can fly forever, basically, in the chow. Garden. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I liked, you know, bouncing around with like the when you got the that band, like that bracelet thing that Sonic gets that lets them like oh, bounce yeah. forever. Uh, I like doing that, which was one of the ways that I turned my chow dark was putting I... him in the in the sight lines of that thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I liked look. See, what I liked was I liked running around as Eggman and then going, yosh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> the Chow Garden is one of the only places in Adventure 2 that Tails and Eggman are outside of their mechs. And that's something that I really liked about it because it felt like they could relax mm. too. Yeah. Yeah. I, Eggman's walk cycle on yes. that is bonkers, it's so if funny. I remember correctly. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm glad I wasn't imagining that. Hold no, on. It's, it's, it's uh, hysterical because, like, he's just like. That video. He's an egg. Yeah. Well, the video I love uh, that's uh, all about, like, the the animation of Sonic games shows that the walk cycles in Sonic Adventure 2, the body of the characters don't move vertically and they don't sort of like go back and forth with the changing of the, of the shoulders. They just sort of float stationary and the limbs fly around it. And right. Eggman, so Eggman walks in this like he's really excited, like, you know, he, like, He's like so there's a excited. new like anime figure releasing and he's running to the store like oh. <laughs> yeah, Melvin Stacey has a new hat. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Oh my god, look at yeah. him run. As much as Eggman doesn't deserve to get to relax <laughs> for all the shit he does in Adventure 2. Yeah, that's what's so funny is that the Chow Garden is like hollowed ground, apparently, where like technically they could both like, you know, it's only one person at a time, but it's yeah. all the same Chow. So it's like so technically two of them could be in the same spot and neither would attack probably because it's like, nah, this is yeah, this is where Chow we just Garden like raise. This is the is daycare where... we pick up our kids from. Yeah. <laughs> The Chow Garden is where Sonic and Eggman communally raise children. <laughs> yes. It's it's where Rouge the Bat and Knuckles and like all of the characters that are playable in the story mode of Sonic Adventure 2 as well as Sonic Adventure 1. Though I don't know if you could go back and be to call in the Chow Gardens. Uh, she wasn't playable. No, I think that was only as the battle stuff that you could be to call yeah. in Chaos. Yeah, yeah. All the two player characters can't go in, which it would have been nice to see Amy or Chaos Zero come back mm -hmm. and hang out. But, you know, I would have just been playing Metal Sonic the whole time. 
so what are what are the weird like like deep bench minutiae of raising your Xiao? It depends on really what you're playing for, because if you're playing to make your Chow the very best that no one ever was in a competitive <laughs> stance, like you can go ahead and just absolutely fill them with battery juice and let them play with every <laughs> animal that you ever find. I'm going to keep calling it battery juice. It, yeah, and you're not wrong. Um, it's fine this time they can drink the stuff under the sink <laughs> yeah it's fine it's fine don't worry about it um sonic can't drink the yellow chaos drive to swim well but you give your chow like four or five of these babies and oh yeah now it can swim and sonic's tried he really wants to get over that whole no swimming thing <laughs> it would just it would open up so many doors for him <laughs> uh i forgot too you could make your chow look like like the characters, right? Some of them bring that up. Yeah. So, character Chow mostly were special promotions. The Tails oh. Chow is the only one that you could actually get with a regular copy of Sonic Adventure 2. Oh. Wait, but then weren't they just all available in battle? No. No? Okay. So there were three character Chow that you couldn't get by regular means. And those are the Tails Chow, the Amy Chow, and the Knuckles Chow. The Tails Chow you could get with, I believe, a copy of Fantasy Star Online for the GameCube and Sonic Adventure 2. There's like a special quest thread that allows you to transfer data into Sonic Adventure 2, and it pops out a Tails Chow. Whoa. The Amy and Knuckles Congrats, Chow. here's your brand new son. <laughs> yeah, the Amy and Knuckles Chow were special limited time releases at live events in Japan. So only Japanese copies could get them. And only at this actual event that happened in real time. So nowadays you can only get them basically with modders. However, you can get Sonic and Shadow Chow by completely normal means by having a neutral type or a dark type Chow that has been basically just shotgunning run chaos drives the entire time. (laughs) So I do think it's very interesting that Sonic Chow is not a hero type Chow, is completely just a neutral Chow. Sonic is neither good nor evil. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know what? That, that does make sense. Yeah, I mean, he's a shonen hero. Like he yeah. just helps people on his way to his thing. Like, yeah, well, I mean, it, well, his 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 theme song is it doesn't matter who's wrong or right. Yeah, yeah it doesn't matter. Like, but we do got to stop Eggman from blowing up the moon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just a just to sidetrack a little bit on this. Like that is, again, like what makes like Sonic like as a character so good, because like and I guess God, it's really weird how like the Chow actually opened up a whole new layer of this that like it's not about good or evil. It's just like if somebody's hurting somebody, you stop it and then you can just go do your thing. Like, yeah, <laughs> um, Sonic just wants to have a good time. And yeah. if we're if we're not all comfortable, then nobody is comfortable. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all those uh, elitist Chow up in Chow, uh, Chow heaven just want you to. <laughs> I don't know. What you call it? That. Chow heaven. <laughs> it, it, well, chow garden in the sky. I believe in in Japanese. It is like uh, it is like like the, the, the characters for it are like heaven and hell. That's lovely. I love because that hell is a spooky blood lake and a little yeah. cage that you could 
put a chow in if you really tried. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, there's a cage that's hanging from a tree in the dark garden that's really easy to jump into as any of the characters, but it takes a lot of skill to get a chow to stay in there because it's just a platform that's floating <laughs> oh in God. space with bars that you can you can clip, clip through, through. Oh my god. Whoa! <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold on. Crimes. <laughs> Went to jail for crimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's in oh jail for cage. God, again, this is one of the reasons why, like, just the environment of the Chow Gardens, I really like. There's just, like, something about an area you can fully explore with, like, no consequences and no damage done. And the only thing that's like limiting is your is your ability to like not give up on trying to reach an area you're not technically supposed to reach. <laughs> Actually, there are a couple ways that you can clip through. I believe I was the just at gonna... least the Chow Garden and the Hero Garden, oh? where you can just float around in space. Oh, I did this hell yeah all the time as a kid. It where was... I would go to yeah, I would, like I would do it with Sonic and Tails, where I would go to the chow garden and just keep homing attack or jumping against the wall until I could just clip out and float around. But the problem is when you clip out and float around outside of the bounds of the chow garden, it removes the, um, oh God, what's the word? Um, this is insane. Uh, collision. It removes the collision for the level. So when you get back to like, in bounds, your chow are clipping into the floor. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't get fixed until you like leave a reset. Yes. Jesus. I got, you know, with all the games, like the indie games that are about like broken games or, or, you know, making games, I'm surprised we haven't had a game where like the goal is to clip out of the game. That would be really fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, God. The Chow Garden, like it really is just like a neat, like neat place and neat mechanic that is attached to a game that outside of the Chow Garden is already beloved. Like, yeah, I, I, I would argue that, you know, as much as people like love those games for the Chow Garden, I'd also argue that if it wasn't in there, they'd still be like iconic remembered games, obviously. Absolutely. So like down it's to cool the that design, the music. Yeah. So it's cool that attached to that. There's like these things that are now that are also like a really cool space to explore, a really cool, like calming, like Tamagotchi style virtual pet thing to do yeah. a hobby to get into. When you feel like the game is too hard, you can just go to the chow garden and focus on that for a little bit. You could just it's, grind rings at the racing level. So you yeah. can buy your chow a paper bag to wear on its face. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Wait, was that the most expensive item? No, but OK, they do I get would pretty laugh. Expensive. The hats are pretty expensive. <laughs> I mean, I mean, custom items are always expensive in video games. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, a while back. I wrote a piece about how like Sonic was like, uh, you know, a character that is befitting to ADHD and like a represent representative of ADHD and a metaphor for it. And also that his games are like kind of catering to ADHD because especially Sonic Adventure one and two, the gameplay style changes with every level. Absolutely. Or with character switches and the Chow Garden's part of that, where it's like when you don't feel like you want to, like, focus on a game that's like, oh, shit, here comes the enemy. I got to miss the make this jump and stuff like that. Here's a little guy you can take care of. Yeah, here's a little guy and you can do whatever you like here. You're safe. You're safe. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about the blood lake. 
<laughs> Whose blood yeah, is it? We don't know. Kool-Aid. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, chaos juice. It's battery acid. <laughs> Slurp it up. Sure. Yeah. What is it that makes the chow like, because in, in that life cycle, it says like, when they get into their cocoon, they can either like reincarnate or just straight up die. What is the <laughs> what is the like thing that determines those two? Um, basically, how you treat your chow. So, okay. yeah, if you if your chow came out of the egg from being thrown and you were cruel to it because that was the only way you knew how to get a dark chow. What? That chow is more <laughs> likely to die. Uh, nobody does that here. <laughs> no, nobody's ever done this. I've, that, yeah. I've had chow that have died because I was like really clumsy with them. Like sometimes you're just bouncing around as Sonic and you make yeah. a mistake and it mm-hmm. sucks. And yeah. you know, the chow's not keeping score, but life is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah That's how you um, get die. <laughs> yeah. So what both of these diagrams actually neglect is that your chow technically has a couple different stages of metamorphosis between being a child, being an adult, and then being at the stage where it's like mature, like a full adult that could, you know, be reborn and or die. Pay taxes. Um, Chow don't pay taxes, Get a man. Job. It's a commune. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I feel like God, uh, there's so many different versions of this, but the example that comes to mind is the Trias of Horror, where Lisa makes like a community, like in like a culture uh that turns into like a living community uh with like the tooth and the Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's just like every time you come back to the chow, their society is more and more advanced and they're developing religions and cults and fighting <laughs> over have a religion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're and just you just come back and the, the crusades have already begun when you come back. Oh, no. <laughs> the chow luckily, states. <laughs> luckily, chow are very peaceful critters. Yeah. Uh, if they hit each other, they just jiggle like gelatin. So, yeah, they don't get hurt unless unless you kill them. What are the different stages of metamorphosis that you mentioned? Sure. So you have a young child chow that will enter the blue cocoon and go into adulthood where there's a form that is based on what happened to that chow as a child, what chaos drives it drank, what animals it interacted with. Yeah, I was going to ask a question about that, because like mm-hmm. sometimes when you give it like like there's like a goat or something like that and it gets horns, right? Yeah. Or like a bear and it gives the bear arms or whatever. Uh, yeah. And that appears on the child form as like it looks like a separate like thing, right? It, it actually gets those arms. Yes. But then when it's an adult, it just becomes like the shape. But it's all and it's all one color. So not quite. What happens is that the chow can retain the same parts, but as an adult, they'll be kind of a different color or they'll present a little differently. One of the easier ways this is presented is with peacock tails on chow, where if a chow is younger, the peacock tail will be a little smaller and it'll be like mostly green, like the peacock creature is. But the color of that will change as well as the size as the chow matures. This and is such a decadent looking chow. He, I love him. Yeah, he looks like oh, he's yeah. doing a Mardi Gras. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, I, I 100% see how this got you into like biology and genetics. Mm-hmm. Like this is <laughs> this is technically like one of the more advanced lessons you could give somebody. Like as like I'm I'm surprised there isn't like. Uh, you know, an instance like somebody posting on like social media of like uh, my professor is teaching us how genetics work through Chow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, real genetics really isn't quite as simple as Chow genetics, right? Because you're not even working with the Punnett square; you're just working with like you're Better just working juice. with a fifty-fifty chance. Yeah. <laughs> or even a fusion. <laughs> uh, we haven't even gotten into how Chow breeding is cool. Oh, oh God, I forgot they breed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So after your chow has grown up into an adult, you can either wait for its natural mating season, which I think happens maybe an hour or so after your chow has like come out of its blue cocoon. Or you could go and get fertility fruits from the black market and feed them to the two chow that you would like to get to breed with each other. I want to know why the fertility fruits are so illegal that they are on the black market. I, I genuinely just got to shudder up my spine at the term fertility fruit. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> it's like, it's kind of like how they give like, oh God, this is going to sound so horrible. How they give like hunting license because they need to like quell the population of deer. So it's like, we cannot let these fruits hit the regular market. There are too many chows. They are an infestive species. <laughs> <laughs> but um most chow will only really mate once in their lifetime naturally but if you use the heart fruit you can make that happen more times and that's useful if you really want a particular look for your chow that is going to come out of this mating process and basically the chow sit in a little ring of flowers for a sec with a heart expression on their little, their little chow orb, and um, if a, a little if a receptive chow <laughs> is placed or walks next to that chow, they will have a cute little like orchestral jingle, and the chow will nuzzle <laughs> each other in the face and do a little dance, and an egg will come out, which is a really They're- nice way to bypass everything about the birds in the nest. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that it sounds exactly like something like you give like it their their real mating ritual sounds like the description you give to a child. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> well, you know, the the some we you know, a, fl- a ring of flowers appears and then some music plays and <laughs> and Sonic stands next to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sonic watches yeah, Sonic is there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, oh my God. the chow that comes out of this egg, generally, depending on the kinds of chow that you used or the chow that by chance mated together, you will get a different colored chow. And you can get so many different variations based on this, um, including the ones that I mentioned earlier are kind of considered glitches. So right. one of my favorite ones is that there's a uh, there's a gosh, there's a glitch that will basically make the body of your chow, everything but its wings, its little orb and its eyeballs invisible. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. One sec. Hold let me on. let me grab it. A picture. Yeah, I'm of... looking at these two. Is it because some of the jo- <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I need to say this. 
Sorry, the picture is the glitch that's the wiki image for glitch on Chow Island is also just very good. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god, I love these. Oh my god. Look at the wings behind the eyeballs on this one. Yeah, it looks like makeup. So... I did have a chow like this because what I did was brought over a gold chow from Sonic Advance 2. And I believe I bred it with. Oh gosh, I can't Couldn't remember. Couldn't you bring the one over from Sonic Adventure by transferring it to a Game uh, Boy in like a Game Boy and then back into Sonic Adventure 2? Like the gold yeah. ones that you would. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look you could the, buy look a it gold inside one there. the cocoon. <laughs> Loco Roco. Yeah. Oh my god. But I think it was breeding a gold chow or any like jewel tone chow that you could get from either Adventure One or the Advance games. Right. And I think what you were supposed to do is breed it with a shiny two tone chow. I forget. It's been a long time since I was in my like huge middle school chow <laughs> biology scholar days. Um, I was a moderator on the forum there. for this. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't yeah. know we were talking with a celebrity. <laughs> oh well, well. <laughs> but yeah, you can get a chow that is either transparent, so it looks like it's made of bubbles. Or you could get a chow that's completely invisible except for the wings, eyes, and the orb. And yeah, my I noticed thing to the, do, hmm? the bubbles ones, they, they look like chaos. Yeah, They're yeah, I cute. love that about them. I had a couple of those too because I just really loved how they look. Yeah. And my favorite thing to do with the invisible chow was to give it a creature from the Black Lagoon so that it would have a little... Um, it would have a little flame instead of an orb above its head. <laughs> and then the I would give it a skeleton creature. dog so that it could oh wear a God. skull. And it would just be a floating skull oh running around my God. Oh my God in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, now I, just need to, I, I need to see if I can find somebody else who did this with the fern image. <laughs> no dice. That's, that's incredible. I saw that you could do it with a with an eggshell too. You can give them the eggshell yeah. to wear. Yeah, if you give it a white eggshell, it looks like a little sheet ghost. Oh my god, this just looks like a tails ghost because somebody can have like a translucent chow. Yeah. <laughs> ghost chow. Yeah, so a little ghost chow. Um, there are a couple other ones that aren't glitches that are interesting. Well, bright chow are also a kind of glitch chow, but I'd never actually experienced one in the game. They are... Um, it, they just look like you turned the brightness way, way up on them. <laughs> now I need to see this. <laughs> Show it. It looks like the TV needs to be adjusted. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. yeah they, look, they look way too bright. Yeah. But this is also uh, considered a glitch. God. But there I, are... I love when people like turn the glitch into an achievement to get to. Absolutely. That was one of the things that was like my bread and butter as a kid was just trying out different combinations of chow. And this one's a mini golf ball. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. That's the moon chow, which was, I think Sonic adventure one exclusive and you could only purchase an egg for it. 
<laughs> Wait, they can take on ghost traits too. Yeah, yeah. If you give them a bat, it can take away their legs. Oh, I remember that <laughs> one. It also takes away their wings, which is a little weird because oh, it's a bat. <laughs> like, yeah, what? What? Why does the bat turn them into a ghost? God. Do they die from a bat bite? <laughs> no, no. The bats just don't have legs. Oh my god! <laughs> I love the weird shape of Power Dark Chow. Power, well, it's, hold on. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking this up too. This this just turned into how freaky can our Chow get? <laughs> yeah, well, oh, we, they can look real wild. The well, um, first of all, I love the robots Chow. they're in. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> when you can play them for two player mode on the battle games, in, um, you can be. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say you could be the standard dark chow or a neutral type chow. Yeah, they're operating uh, these, these which mechs that I wonder who built them. <laughs> I just I look at it and like, you can't drive. You don't have a license. <laughs> You're just a baby. Uh, well, they're also in um, Team Sonic Racing. Like one of the one of the mm-hmm. characters is a car that has a hero neutral and dark chow inside of it. And the car, like, translates what the chow are saying into English. Oh, one brain Excuse cell me? between them. <laughs> Is this the the dark chow you're talking about with, like, the, the swirly, like, the like the drillish type shape head? Yeah. Wow. That's neat. He looks like yeah. Tim Burton chow. <laughs> or yeah, like, all the dark chow yeah. have a real great Tim Burton kind of look. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dark I don't know what so this cute. This is a power blue chow. It's or dark blue dark power chow. I, look at him. This one looks like it's modded. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, he looks like he's telling Rocky he can do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think there's another chow in the background that also looks like it's been modded. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Dang. <laughs> I wanted to get that kind of chow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there are so many different interesting colorways. When you start breeding solid monotone chow with a regular two-tone chow like you'd get at the start of the game, um, you can get different colored two-tone chow. And like the possibilities, like we were talking about earlier, there are like hundreds of thousands of kinds of chow you can have, and you have maybe 30 slots in your entire memory card that you can devote to chow. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that it was like limited to your memory card like oh is that why you can couldn't you on sonic adventure or i guess all of them you could bring them no god that dud i i said this at the top of the episode they're they're tied to the freaking memory card uh and then you could bring them over to other people's right and compete with them yeah. or uh, um, was it I only can... in like the vmu connection honestly we only had one gamecube so i i don't know what you could have done but I do know that you were able to transfer Chow between memory cards. Um, in yeah. I, the GameCube version, the little Chow that. transporter was a Game Boy Advance. Yeah. But you could also just transfer stuff between memory cards. Actually, you can't even do that now in the PC and modern console releases. Yeah, you can just let them go in the machine. <laughs> it's yeah. the Chow trash. Yeah, there was like one version of the game where it's the Chow naming machine, but because the fortune teller is there, um, it's now just the basically a chow disposal unit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what, you can't wait for them to die? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, speaking I, of, uh, now, that, I did, now that your chow is older. Yeah. 
uh, we can get to the part where Yachao actually goes through sort of a non-cocoon metamorphosis, where depending on what Yachao has experienced in adulthood, the second half of their adulthood, they'll look a little different. Yeah, they have a... When it, it near, the near death thing, by the way, like with the death and reincarnation, they're basically Digimon in that, right? Every time they like exhaust themselves in battle, they become Digi eggs again. Ignore sure, me. <laughs> I mean that doesn't happen to Chow. I know. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> I but feel like that's do. like a common thing in like the the virtual pet uh, style of you know games and characters yeah. and storytelling that they do reincarnate in some form. Yeah, generally, if you were especially good to your Chow, your Chow has a good chance of reincarnating. And the cycle starts over again with the um, with the extra little thing of if you go through reincarnation twice with the same Chow and then allow it in its third lifetime to absorb the abilities of every single kind of animal that you can get in the game, uh, you could get what's called a Chaos Chow. And Ooh. there are three kinds of chaos chow, and they are effectively immortal. Wait, Oops. I thought they can still die. Mm, no. Dang, <laughs> immortal! <laughs> you've bred immortal chaos into this world. Yeah, and there's a hero chaos, a dark chaos, and a neutral chaos that looks a lot more like chaos zero. Ooh, look at them now. Hold on, now I have to look these up. They're sick yeah, they're looking. really cool. They're so cool. Oh. Hell yeah. The hero one looks like super huggable. The dark one is like the coolest chow you've ever seen. Do not approach, but very cool. <laughs> yeah. It's got like big old wings, huge yeah. devil horns. Oh, yeah. These are cool. And then you got Chaos Zero. Look it. Oh my God. Yeah. I had, um, I did manage to get two Chaos Angel Chow who were two of the chow that I had like bought as eggs from the black market, but they were my favorite chow ever. Did you name their names were Melody and Chow Koo. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna ask you about uh, your specific favorite childhood chow. <laughs> yeah, I had a bunch. I had a dark garden that was full of swim type chow because I was tired of them drowning in the blood lake. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, also I remember had, that. I had a dark run type named Midnight with an NYTE. <laughs> I like that. As we like all did. <laughs> yeah. I loved Midnight. Midnight was a great chow. Midnight was my competition chow. And then, <laughs> Your show chow. <laughs> yeah. And then my sibling also had a couple of different chow that were particularly for running races and doing karate with. Particularly Hero. Like H-I-R-O who was my sibling's main competition mm. chow. Mm. Hero would just waltz around the garden with his stripy little head and uh, all his medals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of chow races and stuff, there was the IDW comics that did like, it's like legitimately a thing in the comics. Like people raise and race their chow. Oh, are they uh, any more than dogs then? Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like imagining like a guy who has like 20 chow that he's trying to like breed and race. And he's got like a big stogie. It's just like one of you is going to make it big for me. <laughs> I mean, you got to bet on the chow that looks like Sonic every time. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, yeah, all of the uh, races here. are super run heavy. 
Sean, that was in uh, IDW. Remember Clutch the Possum? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> yeah, God. He just shared a screenshot <laughs> from that. Yeah, he was just I trying to buy it. them. I totally forgot about that. Oh, these are all uh, real, real chow type. Yeah. Uh, and then this possum guy is the one who really is like I, he buys every winner, I think, is the idea. Right. I, it's been a while since I, I, read I that. don't remember specifically, but like he he basically has it rigged in his favor. Yeah. I mean, um, that's that's the kind of story that you can tell with this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Any, <laughs> any animal based competitions are going to be rigged. <laughs> wow. This is so faithful. Man, I, yeah, uh, I I really like this arc mainly because they like, even have a shadow sponsorship with uh, uh, Chaos Soda. <laughs> oh yeah, and Shadow starts. <laughs> That's right. But you you reminded me that Shadow is the one who helps these Chow get free, and then he secretly starts taking care of the Dark Shadow Chow. Excellent. Yeah. You gotta love it. <laughs> oh, you love to see it. You love to see soft shadow. You love to see the edgy boy. It's like those. Uh, it's like those it's videos Gap of Moe. like. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's like those videos of like. Uh, uh, whenever you see yes. like the teenagers like reunited with their lost dog, it's like you're trying to be cool, but you're very happy you, your dog is back. Like <laughs> <laughs> you are not immune um, to affection. Yeah, oh, there it is. I was. I just copied that one too. But <laughs> yeah, when he feeds the apple to the chow. Yeah, That's good. Oh, the shadow chow is so cute, too. Yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, yeah, I, I like when they take on the, the traits because like it's like a better chibification mm-hmm. than like, I don't know if you've seen the thing where it's like it's it's like the weird thing to do where it's like chibi modern Sonic uh, and it like makes it look like this weird fusion dance between classic and modern. Mm-hmm. Uh, I cannot find an image of it right now, but they, it's all over Japan and like like Japanese products. It's uh, a tough line to tow. Yeah, uh, uh, the Nendroid is kind of like that, actually, uh, because it's modern Sonic, but he is Nendroidified. Mm-hmm. And it's I just like, my w- yeah, but when I look at him, I'm like, wait, he's. Oh, he yeah, big, I don't know about that, but he's small. <laughs> 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 but I mean. The implications of a Sonic Figma and everything around that. I don't know if I I don't know if I'm going to live in that world. Well, the problem with Sonic figures is the characters limbs are so thin that they're hard to make yeah. into a figure. Exactly. Yeah. I would I would buy an Eggman figure, though. Oh, me too. I would buy like a really oh, nice Android? Eggman Figma. Yeah. Yeah. An Eggman Nendo would be really cute. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the Chow Nendo? That's like the perfect like. <laughs> I, if sega would invest in the chow again they would be printing money yes oh god like a, like a to, like where is the actual tamagotchi of the chow like you Where's can shape it game? like the little like you can yeah there was one in mm-hmm. japan for a little bit i think but it was like old phone mobile game right right but um, i don't know I'm you can shape the tamagotchi like the chow's head like mm-hmm. <laughs> it'd be perfect but i'm wondering at some point if like Sega's not doing Chow Gardens anymore because they can't. Like I know we were talking about the game development pipeline and it not being possible, but I'm wondering if there's like something about the Chow Garden itself that they aren't allowed to do. It might be rights tied up in right. something like that's like what maybe I'm there was like a sub studio that actually made the chow garden mm-hmm. 
you know, that, well, that yeah. they then separated from Sega or something like that. I was going to get into that. So the Chow and the Chow Gardens were developed by an artist named Sachiko Kawamura. And mm, they probably she, claim. Well, yeah. no, no, no. She still works on Sonic because uh, oh. she so she started work on um, or not started, but like she helped develop the Chow and the Gardens and was like the lead of those. And now she is like one of the lead art designers of the series since Unleashed because she helped redesign Sonic for Unleashed. But she's also a producer on Frontiers. So people were wondering mm. the last Sonic game she worked on. Right. Was like I remember Sonic we talked 4. about this a while ago. Yeah. So it's been a while since she came back. But people are wondering if she's a producer on this. Does that mean she might have an influence on uh uh, Chow's being brought up again. There was that, and then I know um, some of the people who played early tests of Frontiers said that like Sonic has a lot of idle dialogue, and there's a moment mm -hmm. where when he's on those islands, he looks around and says like, "This would be a great place for a Chow garden." So it's still they're still thinking about it, but I don't know oh. like <laughs> what's stopping them. Well, I have to wonder if it the biggest demand is from. America? No, I guess because he said the biggest demand, like the biggest demand he gets in general is the Chow Garden. Well, so I guess it would have been popular in Japan. Sonic's too, also but... more successful in America than he is in Japan. So if Americans were asking oh, absolutely, for it, they yeah. I mean, because he's got America in his DNA. Yeah. Um, I do want to share this uh, picture of the VMU Madonna. Chow fighting game. <laughs> they should bring Madonna <laughs> back. I'll yeah. say it. <laughs> uh, in, like in Pauline fashion, where it's yes. just like the Jessica Rabbit tall, hot lady mm -hmm. to Sonic's small cartoon man. Yes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, here's this picture of the Chow fighting in the VMU, and it just looks like square the fuck up. <laughs> oh, they look so mad. Yeah. <laughs> up shut up. <laughs> I like the motion blur on the LCD screen. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. There's also this. You can be, you can oh, Sonic can go there too. That's I nice. Love the design of the uh, VMU like port in the original adventure. Mm -hmm. It looks way sicker than the uh, the Chow like the Game Boy one. I do love uh, that it looks like a controller. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, it's just like it's a floating Game Boy in the other one too. Yeah, the uh, PC version it doesn't even look like a system anymore. That's Sonic Adventure Two one. Not as cool, but they're both very cool. Mm -hmm. I I love that kind of like stuff where the where this like it's why I don't have a PlayStation Five, but I love Astro's Playroom because I love like oh yeah you're running oh, into the Astro's circuitry, great. you're running into the circuitry of the PlayStation Five and then mm -hmm. finding the old PlayStation within its circuitry. Like I love that kind of stuff mm -hmm. within video games. It's uh, a, as, Astro's Playroom is a really really sweet little love letter to Sony itself. Yeah, I. They should put the original Nintendo uh, PlayStation in there, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh, it, what else do we need to talk about with the chat? We talked about their voices a little bit, but uh, they they're, they're very adorable. Uh, they sing, too, right? Is that? Yes. Is that do they have to bring him for school to school for that? Or do they already sing when they're the just kind of like learn to around? sing? Yes. Oh, my God. Adorable. <laughs> uh, what else is there? <laughs> Um, I mean, there is also the fact that you can, in the Knuckles and Rouge levels, there's like a hard mode where you, instead of finding 
chaos emerald shards or keys to whatever you're trying to get into, you are finding a lost chow. Oh, oh shit. In, wait, in which one? Uh, Adventure 2. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, like the mission yeah. modes? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I think usually you have to have one of the later upgrades, like Mystic Melody or something, to find him. Hmm. Oh, I forgot about the doctor. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the Chow Doctor. Oh, God, hold the on. The Chow Doctor tells you what your Chow is capable of and looks like is- he's capable of worse. Why? Okay, he, he reminds me of the... Uh, uh, the doctor and Ace Attorney uh, in Apollo Justice. Like I think. Wiley. Oh, yeah, he looks a lot more like Doctor Wiley than Doctor Hottie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Doctor Hottie. Yeah, that's his name. Oh, but same like. Let me examine you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, you could get that smile too. Is that only Dark Chow that can get that smile? Uh, no, any chow can have that smile. Whoa. It's, um, I think it's a random chance that your chow will have a different eye or mouth style. Um, yeah, your chow could have half-lidded eyes or could have little angry eyes. It could be or, a little sleepy guy. <laughs> yeah, a little sleepy guy. You could have a little smile or your chow could be constantly anxious like me. <laughs> wait i found a very cute gift from sonic team racing i totally forgot about with the chow yes i was gonna share that i like how it just like it's when shadow steals the popcorn from the chow and the bleachers i like how you can just very subtly changes to a darker color it's it's getting a little evil (laughs) but this also means you jerk doesn't this also mean the shadow is good now yes because if he mistreats him that he turns evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, they get the I forgot they can get the, like the big shiny eyes too. Yeah. Uh yeah. now Christian, you didn't like the chow card. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. I'll, 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 I was waiting for for the the shooter drop. Um let's so, talk about it. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I can clearly get into detail about it cuz like I've thought about it a lot and I think I sort of hit on what it is. Like so I I didn't really play the Chow Gardens as a kid. I like I would pop in, I would like give the Chow like whatever drives and animals I collected and then I would just pop out because I wanted to go back to Sonic and Friends. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't really do the activities. I didn't really You were do an anything. absent father cuz you wanted to hang out with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> all right john um <laughs> i thought i was gonna get a kick out of you i'm sorry <laughs> also um, real quick do you want your child to look like a gray alien <laughs> oh what? my god in yes heaven. please <laughs> um but i think it's because i i get very quickly burnt out on simulation games like i get that that's like, valid um uh, uh, Animal Crossing, I got burned out on very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, like even like Tomodachi Life, I had on my my 3ds, almost immediately got burned on, out on that. Even though I watched like 50 plus hours of Vinny playing it, <laughs> like, yeah, I I can very much get into it if I'm watching what somebody else is doing. But when I'm doing it, I just like I get bored really quickly and mm-hmm. like I, same. I, I, 
it might be, it probably is the ADHD thing where it's just like the same thing is happening every time I return to this place and I'm going to go to something else that's more like active and interesting. Well, now yeah. here's, here's where I have a counterpoint. Okay. My whole experience with the Chow Gardens was finding new stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Doing the, <clears throat> doing the biological science angle of what, what will I discover if I do this with my chow? What horrible Dr. Moreau creation will I make? <laughs> An invisible chow with a skull for a head. Obviously. <laughs> Nature is beautiful. <laughs> Gotta love maybe, it. Maybe for me, maybe it's because of the time it takes to do the new, to like discover those new things. Sure. I don't like. It does take a long hmm. time. I, I, I am a, a infamously impatient person, but like. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely like I'm not quite sure. Like I, I have Adventure and Adventure 2 on GameCube now. Like mm-hmm. I'm curious if I popped it, if I popped those things in and tried to do the Chow Garden stuff now, what would I think? Hmm. But like I simulation games have never really been for me. Like I never played The Sims and stuff like that. Yeah, I think there are different things about simulation games that tickle different parts of brains. Like I know for me usually simulation games that involve doing something consistently for an amount of real time can really get me down. But at the same time, when I was playing the Chow Garden as a kid, I was also playing with my sibling because we were raising Chow together (laughs) and I would be watching her or she would be watching me play with our Chow. And we would be doing different levels and saving up money and making decisions on what we were going to do. And it became both a play and a watch experience, like watching someone, like watching Vinny play a bunch of stuff on a stream. I, I get that because like my, uh, my like, the reason why I got really into like Let's Plays at a certain point and like later st- like streaming was because when I was a kid, I wasn't allowed to play the games my cousins had, but I was allowed to, nobody said anything about watching. So a lot of my experience is like watching my cousins play Majora's Mask and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Uh, and so, so I totally get that. Um, I also like totally get, uh, like it, cause I feel like a very common thing for like, uh, you know, adults of our age range is that we start to like pick hobbies. We know like that, like we can get really into, and it's not something that's going to become like a massive part of our lives. It's the thing we use to calm down. And I feel like the chow garden could totally be something like that, where it's just like, I'm just gonna, I have Two hours left in my day. I'm just going to play some Chow Garden and nobody's going to bother me. <laughs> yeah. Mm. At the same um, time, though, like I keep thinking about picking it up again for either for GameCube or picking it up for one of the modern consoles. Like, you know, you could just stream Chow Garden now. Um, yeah. But at the same time, it's like I couldn't get all of those different glitchy Chow that I really, really liked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they have been uh, taken out of the game. It's not even that they've been taken out of the game. It's that the methods for achieving them are no longer possible in that version of the game. Oh, right, right. Because of the uh, like the other game integrations and stuff. Right. Because you're not working with the hardware of a memory card that hooks up to a GameCube or a Dreamcast that also has information about other games that you've played in the Sonic series, you can't do something like grab a chow that's only available in a different game, bring it over, 
where it can still exist but is impossible to buy or achieve naturally and then create a new chow with that chow's data. Like this is complex. (laughs) (laughs) There's like a chow geneticist. It simply can't be done. We don't have the methods anymore. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Chow CRISPR doesn't work that way anymore. But (laughs) there are uh, there are now mods that exist for chow gardens for editions. Yeah, and even that's its own like you know hobby uh, hobby hole uh, (laughs) to put it in the worst term I could think of. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, I I love that kind of stuff where it's just like we found a new way to enjoy this game with Mm -hmm. still some of the rules in place, you know? And that is something about games like The Sims and Animal Crossing that do make the monotony of doing the same thing over and over again feel fresher is like user generated content. Yeah. You brought up you brought up playing with like friends and siblings. I think that's a big part of it for me too, because mm-hmm. so many of my friends loved Sonic and played the Sonic games, did not play the Chow Garden, and I also did not play video games with my brothers. So mm. it was possibly like the social and interactivity thing where I was like, eh, this is like just not for me because there's nothing really to do. Yeah. God, my friends in elementary school and I were like obsessed with the chow garden. We'd go to each other's houses and show off our chow. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a whole lot of fun. I wish I could do that like right now. (laughs) It was was truly a delight. Those were very good days. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, one of those like summer vacation is going to last forever, you know, (laughs) like kind of (laughs) feelings. (laughs) Yeah, let's go to Derek's after school. He's got the biggest TV. <laughs> God, what a what a what a delightful simpler time. Um, yeah. I uh, in preparation for this because I'm a I'm a big Archie lore nerd. I was hope I, I looked it up on the wiki to see if there was any like special lore to the uh, Archie Sonic Chow that is disturbing and weird at the oh, same boy. time. Uh, there is not. I I am I am sad to report that there is not any sort of uh, weird Archie lore. I'm so sorry. I mean, <laughs> I was messed up by the Archie lore in other ways. I also grew up reading the comics. Fun fact, the Archie comics were what introduced me to Animal Crossing. Really? Now, yeah. now yeah. what? <laughs> so uh, we had a, we were friends with people who ran a comic shop. So we would get a box of comics sent to us every month. And on the backs of all the Archie Sonic comics were like video games that they thought that kids and people who read the Sonic comics would like. And on the back of the Sonic comics I was reading at that time, there was a really lovely ad for Animal Crossing for the GameCube where the player character is holding up a sea bass and saying, I caught a sea bass, sea bass. And (laughs) A stupid pun's really all you need to get me into something. You know what? Valid. <laughs> like, um, my entire career has been decided by video games and bad puns. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Pretty much the same, except with cartoons. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... Is there uh, anything else we need to talk about? I wanted to bring up about Chow's. Uh, Escher, have you seen the Chow in space animation that uh, Tyson Hess did not too long ago? I did. It's so good. Okay, good. 
I just wanted to take we a lo- We love a dad Sonic. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, that's my favorite, um, like, of all the animation that's been released so far ever since Mania Adventures, that's been my favorite. Um, just because I love how detailed Sonic's character animation is. Like, mm-hmm. it's not limited. He's very expressive. I like that they actually use some voice clips from Roger to make him not seem like a mute character. But mm-hmm. yes, I love him being just this frustrated dad trying to take care of his son. And then his son just decks Eggman in the face. <laughs> <sighs> Chow are very so good. good. <laughs> Chow and Tyson, both very yeah. good. Very good. Controversial yeah. takes on this podcast. Hot take. <laughs> Hot take. We like Tyson. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think that well, mostly covers Chow. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Um, let's see. Uh, were there any Chow that you would like were uh, like that were like just out of your reach that you were always trying to make or breed or anything like that? I mean, that are like, most of know, the Chow that I wanted were Chow that I couldn't get already because if there was a way for me to get it, I figured it out. <laughs> oh, I've I've gamed the system. <laughs> yeah, like I really liked having a brown two-tone chow because it was the same colors as I kid you not, my Microsoft Zune. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, that 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 brings up I've talked about this before when we talked about Sonic Adventure. Um, but uh <laughs> There's the the one that um it's like supposed to be a gold or bronze one in Sonic Adventure the one that you can mm-hmm. get it re- like just because of like maybe it's the rendering style of the remake or maybe it's like just how the rendering style is in general it is a shit colored chow and oh, I remember getting it and naming it poop <laughs> You're not wrong <laughs> y- Yeah listen listen what would you have me do I don't know how old it was. Probably too old to be naming things poop, but you know. You're never too old to name things poop. <laughs> it was the other day, in fact. Look, it was last week. I got, I got absolutely refused when I tried to name our Tarnish and Elden Ring Bofides. Oh, yeah! Wow. Wow. You know what? You know what? Nobody wants anybody to have fun in video games anymore. <laughs> it's all too woke now. You can't... Yeah, you know... <laughs> You <laughs> uh, used to maybe be able I'll to beat a chow. Chow Legit, when you when you tweeted that out, I sat there for maybe ten minutes trying to think of like like one you could use that wasn't as obvious, and I just couldn't <laughs> think. <laughs> no, because nothing. I as love good. that kind of collective problem solving of social media, where it's like this is not technically a problem. I'm going <laughs> to find the solution. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna half my way in a very sneaky way, but um, <laughs> but uh, Sean, yeah. When it's, you played, um, did yes, you go on. did you have any chow that you were particularly attached to? Uh, I have a garbage memory because of my ADHD, so that's fair. And I didn't, I, I didn't like deep dive into the chow at at any point, so um, that's fair. I. But, you know, I, I, I did like it because it was one of those things that like my, my strongest memories with uh, with uh, Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 is my friend Kevin, mm-hmm. uh, who get, who told me about the games. I was already a Sonic fan by the comics and games and stuff like that. Um, and he told me uh, 
he like you know he showed me the games i got the games he gave me a save file because i really only like playing the first and final levels which are kind of the only good ones sometimes uh <laughs> um if you're if you get easily frustrated they're the fun ones um yeah you can't beat city escape you can't beat uh the final live and learn uh battle <laughs> against uh weird uh weird space snake i can't remember his oh name. yeah bio lizard yeah bio lizard um <clears throat> and then you would show me the Tower Garden. It's just one of, another one of those things I have like fond memories of, like him showing me the stuff. You know, like like here. Oh, you can do this and this, and then and then if you do this, you you can give him animals, and you know. Uh, and I would do that a little bit, and then I kind of got bored with it. Pr- pretty similarly uh, to Christian, but like I did like the Chow Garden as a space and mm-hmm. as like a function of the game. Of like, you know what? I don't feel like uh, I'm frustrated by this level. I'm going to walk around uh, and explore the Chow Garden and stuff like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. For me and my sibling, Sonic Adventure 2 became the Chow Garden machine. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's like how my PlayStation is just the Netflix machine right now. Yeah. I found Uh, one more thing that I can bring up real quick. Okay. Yes, go for Uh, it. Uh, uh, Escher, did you know? Wait, Sean, what were you? Uh, No, I'll save it. Go for it. Okay. Uh, Escher, did you know that in the development of Sonic Boom, they had redesigns for the Chow, but they didn't put them in the game? Oh, shit. I forgot I about this. I did not know that. I just sent. Uh, there you go. Let me look at these. Well, look at these. Felt- they're very Neopets. Mm. Mm-hmm, they're very yeah, those Neopets. Are, those I are like that they can get the, 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 the tails spinny little fly <laughs> guys going on. That is a yeah, little I cute. I but wouldn't defy those. Also, they are incorrect. They named them Chow's plural. <laughs> They're supposed to be Chow, as in like that is also the plural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chow's plural, like the uh, you know, like Sorry, what? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, now uh, I do have something to share. Mm-hmm. Oh, first of all, did you see the Sonic Bo- Boom thing I shared earlier? That was uh, was it Chow Boom? Yes, <laughs> yes, that was very good. Love them. Uh, I I was creating something cursed while we were all talking. Oh boy. <laughs> oh yeah, Chowfield. <laughs> Chowfield. <laughs> <laughs> what you want to know? You, know, you the, could probably you know, make a Chow that looks like this. You know, that was the name I gave to the file. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Let me use Uh, the chow viewer and see what I can do. I'm going to to put this on the podcast Twitter. No captions. Yes. Yeah. We're going to do it right now. Perfect. (laughs) Thank you. I did did use the Twitter yesterday to ask Ian what a Ian Jr. chow would look like. And I really hope he saw it. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I did also ask people, we, we only got one actual, well, we got a couple of responses, but I asked, uh, for no particular reason, tell us your most horrifying chow abomination. Uh, oh, and God. we did just, we did get this guy, which was just, you know, the creepy smile chow. Uh, and it said, uh, I didn't get very wild with the animal parts, but I remember having an angel chow with this crane and it used to creep me out. Oh, so it was an <laughs> angel one with that face. <laughs> oh, very good. See, little stinker. The thing about <laughs> that's chow a good name for a chow is there's a tiger. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm also probably not the first one to do that, but I couldn't find it. Uh, also, I uh, Topspin the fuzzy re- responded with uh, I exclusively have wonderful little friends. 
Next tweet. So take that. <laughs> I just said, show us your horrible son. <laughs> uh, all right. I got something for us to look at. Oh, boy. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just looking at Chowfield. I'm sorry. I'm very proud of this. Oh, hey! my God. <laughs> there he is. is. There he is. I like mine better, but there he is. <laughs> I mean, he's got a medal and this everything. This is an achievable Chowfield. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> oh my god um like well, uh, well that's that's chow heathcliff let's say that <laughs> where's this ham hat wait can, we can just edit it to make the uh the <laughs> the um the little ball just say ham <laughs> yeah just something completely inscrutable <laughs> yeah <laughs> wait so what is is the chow viewer on chow and like you can just see all the possible combinations yeah, yeah, there's um Oh, I'm going to drop a, a lot of hours into this. Justin 113D who does a lot of really great chow modding. I have the link here in the chat. And it's like accessible from the Chow Island main site. I'd related. I love this little in the 3D chow viewer like the icon from the Chow Island. Look, he's mm-hmm. a little guy. Yeah. He's a little guy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the the 3D chow viewer lets you Make whatever chow you like and turn it around and everything in a 3D space. It's built oh with my Unity. God. This is great. I love this. Yeah. I'm going to spend some hours in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could. Uh, you also have sliders for how young or old the chow is. Yeah. So I made I made chow field an old chow. <laughs> I love him. Remember when? Oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> hold on a freaking second oh, here. Boy, I yes. forgot to make him. I forgot to make him an adult neutral chow. So hold on. <laughs> hold on here. Oh my That's god. Ever so slightly more Garf because he's like a little droopy. Uh, Christian, can I ask you a favor? What? Can you draw John in the Sonic Adventure post? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? For you? Yes. <laughs> oh, I love this. I can't wait to see this. Let me make it <laughs> Oh my god. I was going to bring up one thing real quick. How I love in Sonic DX how there's a secret chow garden in the um in the egg carrier. Mm-hmm. And the design Oh my god, I forgot it, about that. The designs of it, it's like an island with like a missile or something crashed into it. It always reminded me of um the OVA. No. <laughs> oh. Don't put words in my mouth, John. Um no, <laughs> it reminded me of uh Eggman's fort in Sonic X. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I always I thought it looked like a. a uh, I have no idea. Looks like some kind of uh, pastry at the top. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does uh, look like oh. a 70s jelly. What's that secret chow garden called? What's like the actual name of it? It's just the egg. Uh, or you probably yeah. know this. It's the egg carrier one. Okay. <laughs> um, And you go into like a little secret uh, tunnel, right? Or like a secret chamber to get there. I believe so. Like there are particular routes that you have to use to get to any of the chow gardens for the first time. But once you do, you can always just get to them via a transporter from a different chow garden. Right. I see. I just here. I have the transporter after that image. Um, what's uh, was this Sonic Adventure one or two? It was one. Right? Adventure was one. one. Uh, yeah. Uh, w- was it just that and the hotel one? Was there or was there one more? 
uh, Chow Garden. There, there was... are three Chow Gardens in Adventure One. Oh, I don't remember. Okay, we definitely need to talk about this. What's yeah. it, what, it's there's... the hotel, it's the egg one, and then where? Else? Then there's one in Mystic Ruins. Mm-hmm. Mystic. And it's, it's a lot closer in aesthetic and idea to the standard Chow Garden. I think. Yes, or it kind of looks like garden. the. Yeah, I was gonna say it looks like the Hero Garden with with. Uh, the what's it the the bridge the broken bridge yeah yeah okay I remember this now I totally it forgot me about actually this a lot of the ruins areas from um, Sonic two thousand six yeah God they were so great at just like designing shit mm-hmm. for stuff in Sonic Adventure one and two <laughs> um, the aesthetics well, were just impeccable mm-hmm. yeah the vibes off the charts um, <laughs> the well, story I nonsense. Think- uh, well, we covered uh, all of the Chows you could possibly breed you and the, the lifespan. We covered Chow Field. Yeah, uh, we, made, we made Chow Field. We made Chow Field. <laughs> we all share the blame <laughs> on that. <laughs> um, what uh, I, I feel like that's everything there is to cover. And obviously, this is a subject we can come back to any time. But uh, that about does it um, on the on the subject at hand. Uh, do you want to join us to talk about some Sonic news recently? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, Christian, you put these in and I haven't had a chance uh, I, to take I a look can, at them. I can help this. Yeah. Um, guide us. OK, so first of all, uh, so we haven't recorded since the um, the charity stream. And yeah. then before that was a while ago. So we've got like a, a good amount of news. First up. Uh, at a Nintendo Direct that was based on third-party stuff, they showed a lot of new stuff for Sonic Frontiers. Mm. Um, they showed the, the what is it, the cyberspace levels where there's, like, Green Hill. There's one that looks like this really crazy, like, highway metropolis area. Yeah, they look um, like they're a level that has already existed, but they're, like, like messed up in terms of, like, yeah. whatever program is running them. That's Yeah, cool. it's... It's really wild. Like the text is completely indecipherable. So I'm wondering if it's even supposed to be on Earth or if it's just like another planet, another dimension or something like that. Yeah. What's up? This is the Splatoon universe. Yeah. Yeah. It did remind (laughs) me of Splatoon. Um, But they also showed uh, uh, like a real quick cinematic of Sonic getting knocked away by one of the Titans and then the. Here, oh, the tight, the, the big one with that little floaty girl is cool. Yeah, uh, I I love this. This is some like like techno mechanic, like like bio or like okay, what's the term? Biotechnical, uh, like bionic technology. Princess Mononoke, Spirit of the Forest shit. Yes, it's really sleek and nice. Like the, the proportions are wacky, so it makes it feel otherworldly. Um, yeah, but they they also showed this girl, Sage, who She's probably the villain, knowing Sonic games. The seam on her head are... looks like she holds like a liquid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? She, she, her colors are black, white, and red, so almost certainly a villain. Um, but I refuse to believe that she's not connected to Infinite in, in any way. There's got to. She be looks a like she is the Phantom Ruby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like she's got like those like. Parts of her body look like they're made of computer code, but there's also like these little like red boxes in there and they remind me of the boxes when Infinite would use his abilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
and like, there's no you know, one. there's like there's <laughs> cyberspace, you know, it's like there's like cyber worlds, like created fictional uh, worlds that like he goes into. And that's basically the power of the Phantom Ruby. Mm-hmm. They it's um, got, like I, if it's not going to be infinite, I will be sad, but I will also accept it. But man, I really want it to be infinite because I want to see what uh, Ian Flynn does with him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, they confirmed that Ian's like only writing the dialogue. Well, the, the, they, the script well, was he he specified it a little bit more. He said so, so basically when it comes to the comics, he comes up with the initial pitches and then gives it to Sega for approval. And then they can just go from there while Sega occasionally checks in to make sure things are like correct. He said with Frontiers, the basic idea was Sega gave him the basic story beats, the characters they want to use, the mood they want to go for, and um, like the general idea. And then it's up to Ian to take that basic development of like, okay, we want it to be melancholic. We have these characters in mind and we want these things to happen. And then Ian actually writes the story around what happens. Okay, so it's kind of similar to how uh, the Dragon Ball Super manga guy works off of Toriyama's like notes and plots. Okay, Uh, interesting. I didn't know that. I thought I thought it was more. um, I I thought it was more just he was doing the the dialogue. Now he's like he's he's Sega's come up with the story, but he's the one who's actually making how that story happens. Yeah. Okay. Okay. cool. Uh, they also have that new like uh, key art, right? Or was that yes. was that everything for that article? Okay, uh, this this thing rocks. I wanted to make it my background, but it's square, so it 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 cuts off the bottom <laughs> a lot. Uh, but it also oh. like it, it it's so good because like Sega never renders Sonic like this, and I, I'll no. take the short spikes for this. You mm-hmm. know, like I will sacrifice long spikes. Um, but it's also nice to see the rails that were in, like that was definitely an early build, which is why I don't know why they showed it off. The, the early build had like those rails as just like tubes in the sky. Yeah, this is like fully like, oh, these are built. These are like actual structures. My only like issue is that the colors on this are just a little too saturated. Like Sonic- it feels like that. It Go wasn't ahead. rendered this way. It feels like it was just photoshopped this way. Yes, I'll, yes, I'll say yeah, that. No, the yeah. render itself and like all of it is gorgeous. It's just the colors where the saturation is a little too up for me because Sonic's blue should be a little bit more muted, a little darker. And yeah, his the the peach parts of his face and his arms lately, they've been coloring them like a yellowish color, which I really don't like. And I like that yeah. this is going back to the more like sort of darkened peach color he had in the adventure time. Yeah. Like a flesh yeah. tone. Yes. Yeah. I like, this, um, I like this a lot. He's got a personality in this render. Yeah. He has a first like God, those the ones that they use everywhere else are just so lifeless. Yeah, because they've been using them since Sonic 4. They're over a decade. Yeah, old. and it is that and is also like I for quite a long time Sega was not focusing on Sonic games like he was not. He was their mascot, but he was not like what they poured their resources into. I think Frontiers is going to be like we're taking the risk again. We're going to put our big teams on Sonic team. Uh, prior to that, I think they were mostly focusing on like uh, Atlas games and Yakuza games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it does seem like Yakuza pays the bills. Yes. Very yeah, much. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially because those are those seem like they run on like and engines that can run on like a PlayStation three. Like they're very simply 
like rendered games. Yeah, yeah. And not to mention that you can basically use the same uh, framework everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, you can use the same models of Kabuki Cho in each game if you want to. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, is that another render I, from this? I just shared two pictures. The first one is the one where it's like Sonic from like a back quarter angle running out into um, the Starfall Islands. It looks like Breath of the Wild. It, it's like yes. it's the yeah. Breath of the Wild, which they revealed that image on Nintendo's Direct. And then the other image I posted is a new render of Sonic that was specifically made for Frontiers. How like each, oh, that shit. Yeah. Each game has he the character really arc. Offended. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, like, you put mayonnaise on fries? Gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm very happy about it because it's much better than the one we had from um, Forces. Like, he has mm-hmm. an actual pose, there's weight to his pose. And then the one from Forces, he's just so stiff and upright. That's. Yeah. But that's, that's a really a good pose. render. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a really good render. I, I still wish they had given him new shoes. Like, it's time for new shoes on Sonic. I hate these metal, like, boats that he wears. <laughs> <laughs> I always saw it as, like, I know that apparently the soles are metal, which doesn't make sense because a lot of times they look like rubber. But I know the, yeah. the red part, it's the same material that dress shoes are made of. I, like leather? That'd be so uncomfortable Maybe? to run in. I don't know. But Sonic's trying to run in fucking loafers. The thing is, Sonic's <laughs> shoes are so iconic, you sort of can't change the design. But I think you could at least change the material or the shape. Like, Yeah, I, I think, no, that's what, that's what I mean. Like, I think they need to like make these look like actual sneaker shapes. Well, that's uh, what like how the comics usually too. do. Yeah, yep. uh, yeah. Uh, the, the the I mean, they're. No, I don't think they're ever going to bring the soap shoes back outside of that no. one figure that we're getting that uh, my wife and I are going to drop six hundred dollars on. Probably. <laughs> God, uh, I want it. <laughs> I want it so bad. I mean, uh, <laughs> when it, when it first got announced and we saw like the the gray, you know, the non colored version, uh, I told Chris, I'm like, I'm happy that I have a wife who also likes Sonic because we can split the <laughs> bill on lucky, this. Lucky, lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, this, uh, like, I think you're right. It really is just the shoes. I'll, I'll, I'll live with a metal material if they just made the shoes. No, actually, no, I kind of, I need them to be like flexible. Like, um, yeah, like that, like how they look there or like in the comics, they're, they're often depicted as like having that like slope and then, you know, a little bit like a straight nose and then a a slope. Have a slope for the top of the foot. Yeah. They should look like a shoe and not a computer mouse. Yes, it's <laughs> <laughs> a very good. Oh my god, I would, I would, I would love a computer mouse in the shape of Sonic shoe. <laughs> only if it's, only if it's advertised that it goes really fast. <laughs> yeah, too fast. You it's a gamer mouse. You can't play games with it because it's just too fast. It's you can't control up. it. But yeah, like I love I, it. Yeah, so it's that shape, and then the wire coming out of it is coming out of the sock, and it's a blue wire, so it looks like his leg. <laughs> Oh, that's cute. Like I, oh, I need, I need to find a modder to make this. I completely agree, with but you, now Sean. you need two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like his, oh my his shoes need to be a little more flexible, like they were. In yeah, the like originally days. they were like that. Yeah. They were supposed to be sneakers. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it makes no sense for them to be these like metal looking like they they look like mascot shoes. I guess would be the problem. Here's the one thing I can say about them. 
At least now I'm not thinking about what Sonic's feet look like. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, these are prisons. Yeah, like they're 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 hard and they're perfectly like shaped to a certain shape. So you don't know, like they're not shaped to his feet. Mm-hmm. So we don't know. <laughs> we know he doesn't have any toes because no Sonic characters do. Have I told both of you that in the Sonic movie, there's like storyboard where like. So, you know, so you know how he gets the the red shoes in the Sonic movie, like yeah. towards the mm-hmm. end, right in the storyboards. There's Sonic without feet or sorry. Sorry. Sonic without shoes. So, meaning instead of having like the worn out tennis like shoes that he has in the in the beginning, he, he just had no shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I pretend so I do Rins- not see. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God, it's so crazy. I now I define like the storyboard. Mario. You can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> like shaving Eggman. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I will find it eventually, but yeah, it, it's 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 horrifying. Um, oh wait, uh, it's I found a, the baseball scene, which sort of shows some toe action Ugh. going on here. Oh, a little claw going on. God, yeah. If they used yeah. the old design, he would have just been this tiny naked blue man. Found it. Oh, uh, here we go. And it would gloves, be no shoes. It would be white on oh the my bottom God, too. Oh no, it's got a chimp foot, like an ape foot. <laughs> yeah, it's got a chimp foot. I hear a chimp scream looking at that drawing. That <laughs> is a chimp. Uh, yeah, it's a blue chimp. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, I feel like you hear uh, uh, this one. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yes, that's very good. <laughs> Sorry, let's move on from Sonic's feet. This has been Sonic's feet corner. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got Sonic's news. Now we got Sonic's feet. Yeah. <laughs> let's check the next box. What do we next got? One. Uh, yeah, next up. Uh, uh, John, are you going to make a joke? Because if you're going to make a joke, I'll let you do it. No, no, no. Okay, I thought you had <laughs> a joke. I was holding in the last of a All laugh. Right. Um, next up, uh, Sega, Har- Sega, er, Sega Hard Light who does the mobile games like Sonic Forces Speed Battle and Sonic Dash. They're working on a new Sonic mobile game that's described as narrative driven, which is interesting because the other two are which I'm excited for. The other two are just about racing. Like one is race yourself and then the other is race other people. So I'm interested to see Mm. what they're going to do with like a narrative driven mobile game. Yeah, I see that Amy is in it and that makes me happy. I like her a lot. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I feel like they could, it'll probably be visual novel ish with in terms of like cutscenes, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited for that. I, I, I hope there's no micro, microtransactions. First of all, every game has microtransactions. <laughs> the joke is that like well, in, so in so for the Sonic Forces Speed Battle game, um, Sega Hardlight does all of the renders, so sometimes they can look really good, and other times they don't look so great. Uh, mm-hmm. The in it, God, what is it? Uh, in Sonic Forces Speed Battle, um, the the microtransactions are done by Tails. There's a render of Tails next to it, and it's a really off render. There's something up with it. Uh-oh. But my favorite thing is people call him Capitalist Tails because he just wants your money. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna pull him up. Oh, because he's the microtransaction. Yes. Here, let me pull. It's good that you can also definitely distinguish him from regular yes, tales. Capitalist tales. Here he is. Let me. Let me. Bigger Luke. <laughs> I will post him right now. 
There's there's capitalist um, tales. Oh, hmm. <laughs> oh hmm. I don't know about that mouse. The mouse. I it's don't the mouse. hate. Well, I I don't hate the color rendering. Like the shading rendering is kind of nice. It's like a softer, like you know, it, it looks like it's it's like a still image render instead of like a full like like a three D model render. But it I don't hate that part. Everything else is a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> His uh, his tails look like little like uh, like anime chibi demon hands. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like the oh, uh, like the the gate hands from Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've seen people say that um, he, capitalist tails specifically is the worst Sonic character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wait. So, so wait. Why is the, why again is he called Capitalist Tales? Because, I zoned out for a second. Like the character that does your microtransactions, where like inside. Oh, of course. It's. Because, I mean, I guess it's because he's he's like you know the helpful character. He's like a, the smart character who's friendly. So like here, let me tell you how this works. And I mean, he's but always making that, stuff. That puts him in front of you know the microtransactions. Basically, what happens is uh, the Sonic Forces mobile game has events, and as you play the game, when those events are happening. Uh, Tails will duplicate your rings and then the cards that are pertained to that event. So like if there's an event where you can unlock infinite and you need 300 cards, if you collect 100, Tails will duplicate that 100 and keep it in a vault. And then when the event's done, uh, you can pay $10 to have the vault unlocked. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And if not, he gets rid of them. Tails. Tails figured out. Object duping. <laughs> He's using it to make some good money. Non fungible tails. Sorry, what? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, non fungible tornado. Sorry, that's the last one. <laughs> Don't speak those words into the ether or they'll come true. Um, but uh, yeah, I- I'm curious to see what they do with a narrative game. I I hope it's not too crazy microtransaction y because. I, I dropped playing mobile games like when I'm like waiting for something or just hanging around, you know, mm-hmm. and need to kill some time uh, because obviously they're addicting and meant to make you buy stuff. And they all started as like, oh, there's no transactions in this game. Oh, well, mm-hmm. new update. We're adding transactions. Uh, and I got addicted to uh, to um, Sonic Dash because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm like, you know what? My free time is going to be reading manga uh, on the Shonen Jump app. But that is finite and I will run out. Uh, so, yeah, but I it's hope- like 100 chapters a day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, uh, I'm interested to see what they do. Uh, next up, we have a uh, friend of the pod. Yeah. I've always wanted to say that. Uh, it, uh, Daniel Barnes is writing uh, Scrapnik Island, a miniseries from Sonic IDW, which like uh sonic uh was it sonic lands on like this island of scrapped badniks and this island of broken toys more or less yeah it's it's sonic and tails are on the tornado and what do you what do you know the tornado crashes big surprise um but they they (laughs) land on this island with a bunch of just like trashed badniks and they discover it's in the the synopsis so this ain't a spoiler because it ain't even out yet the island is the remains of the death egg floating in the sea that sounds oh, awesome. right, right, right. Really Hell yeah. yeah, it's like it, apparently they said it's very specifically like horror and spooky themed. It I think it starts coming out in when um, 
I want to say October, but I'm not quite sure. But it's going to be around the fall. Yeah, I really got to start reading the IDW comics. I hear so many good things about They're them. They're real good. I hope you do. Uh, yeah, especially yeah, because um, I used to um, I used to read the Ghosts of the Past one that Evan Stanley did, oh. and uh, knowing that she got to be like a regular artist on the IDW comics makes and me, is like, the writer really again. Yeah. Oh yeah. She she yeah. so when Ian Flynn was to write um, Frontiers, uh, Evan Stanley took over as the head writer, and I believe the the screenshots we showed earlier of the the um the chow race in the comics those were Uh written and drawn by evan stanley and i think that was her first arc where she was like in charge that's great this is content for me yeah uh (laughs) and uh mecca knuckles is coming back for this as well as mecca knuckles from one of the sonic advanced games i want to say two um, I like that a lot of people who work with IDW get to just like put their favorite things in. <laughs> yes, and they also they just has, do whatever um, they want. I, I believe Daniel's uh, favorite, one of like Daniel's favorites, is Mecha Knuckles. Yeah, and he's he, wearing the he's hat. Got, he's got the OVA hat, which is excellent. Yeah. Good. Like, parts of his body are taken from different badniks, and then we also have um, another like an Eggman for scale. Yeah, <laughs> it reminds me of like the dinosaur scale things. Like the Eggman is a large predator. <laughs> um, Here, yeah, also a another um, robot who will be appearing in it, who is a new E series robot named Sigma. Mm. Is he a new one or is he one of the ones that was like wearing like one of the oh, egg ones so that was wearing cute. like the outfits in Sonic Mania? Uh, it's not one of the, the, uh, the mania ones. Okay. Are they just wearing gloves and outfits then? <laughs> well, it's the glove is from the egg robo from Sonic. Oh, 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like they're, they're these busted up robots that are rebuilding themselves, taking parts from other badniks. Always. You, 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 you gotta love a robot <laughs> rebuilding itself with the wrong parts. It's good. Yeah. It's very good. I'm very curious um, to see what this character's like. Yeah, and Daniel's been on our podcast uh, twice to talk about uh, Ian Flynn's run in Archie, uh, and then uh, shoot, what, what other episode? I'm blinking. Was it Saturday? Oh, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, Saturday. Uh, and uh, hell yeah, we are very, very happy to see that he's getting to write for when, the Sonic comics. When the whole run is out, I want to have him back on here so we can like. Oh, absolutely. Deep yeah. Nitty gritty. <laughs> Uh, and he got to be really on the the, uh, the San Diego Comic Con panel for as well. Yeah, he was at fucking Comic Con on stage. I know. Wow. <laughs> he was signing at the IDW booth. That's amazing. I know. I'm so, I'm so jealous. Yeah. <laughs> I really love that so much of like the stuff that's getting made of Sonic nowadays is being made by diehard Sonic fans. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hope so that's good. the case uh, in the game dev department too. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, what else did we have? We had uh, the Tales 30th anniversary special. Yes, uh, IDW will be publishing a, another 30th anniversary, but this time just for Tales, where he goes up against um, some of the enemies from the Game Gear days. Oh, my special oh, little nice. guy. I know. I'm Doesn't so happy. Doesn't look a day over uh, eight. <laughs> <laughs> Dude's been eight for so long. <laughs> I'm so what, yeah, 
him and Ash are just forever young in the worst way possible. <laughs> There's okay. At I know that's how genius. they look. I, I know that's how they look, but this has some McDonald's ass like energy to it, like McDonald's sure. mascot the ass flickies. energy, like the yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This bird looks like its best friend is a chicken nugget. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> yeah, the birdie, the very birdie, the early bird. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. What? Uh. Do you know what's going to be in it? You said he was going to be going up against the Game Gear stuff. Yeah, I don't know the specifics, but I know that he'll be like up against some of the enemies from like I don't know if like maybe Tail Sky Patrol, but also like um, what is it, Tails Adventure, and then. Tales of the Music Maker? Was that one of them? I think. Yeah. Um, and then next up, we have another friend of the pod announcement. Uh, Reggie did the cover, right, for uh, for the upcoming annual? Yes, there's an annual coming up um, where they're putting together combinations that don't usually go together for, like, characters. So the two that they mentioned are Rough and Tangle, which is, is if if people don't remember because they weren't used in a while, Rough and Tumble were the the two skunks who uh, uh, were introduced very early into IDW and they barely show up anymore. Um, but one is uh, Rough and Tangle, so it's Rough and then Tangle the Lemur, and the other is Rouge and Tumble. Ooh, so interesting. I'm very curious to see, like, I think that's just some of them, but I also know um, uh, Ian Mutchler wrote a story for this one. Ooh. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, all of all of uh, the people who have been on this podcast are working on Sonic. And uh, honestly, it's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I am not. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I'm so no. kidding. No, 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 I'm so kidding. <laughs> oh, God, it's only a matter of time for me, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a good curse. <laughs> it's like a curse that just like lets people work on Sonic, except the people who run the podcast. <laughs> I'm too busy. I'll tell them to hire you instead, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, um, I appreciate that thought. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, but yeah. Uh, Reggie, Reggie Graham, who uh, was on pretty early into this podcast's run. To talk we, about yeah, IDW. we got to get them back on for, yes, for more I know, stuff. <laughs> I know Reggie's been very busy lately, um, but Reggie did a cover. Uh, I will share that cover right now. It's with Tangle, Rouge, uh, Rough and Tumble. And Reggie made a really good thread on... Uh, Twitter all about their process and like all the stuff they snuck into the graffiti as like little references or like little. Um, hey, yeah, it's the, it's the black market chow. Yeah, and this little creature from the black <laughs> and lagoon. Little, yeah, oh my god, that's perfect. Uh, and perfect. And my, perfect. The, yeah. <laughs> my my thing in there is uh, snuck in there. You can barely see it. Is uh, I, I'm I've come to make an announcement, which was the. Snaps Cube Sonic Adventure 2 dub where Eggman pisses on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I need There's also an Omo Chow in here. <laughs> yes, Omo yeah. Chow. We never talked about Omo Chow. I mean, is that well? What, what is that a real chow? <laughs> you you love him, you hate him, you love to hate him. <laughs> well, got him. <laughs> yeah, I like well, how he's voiced by Laura lives. Bailey. Just <laughs> one of the most ubiquitous voice actresses of our time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
So the other the, the final news is big oof. <laughs> if we want to get into that, <laughs> I do. I really do. Uh, Asher, do I don't have any opinion. <laughs> I don't. OK, uh, I don't have any opinion. Really I just want to share the news. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so our next news is big oof. So in issue in in issue 51, which just came out like last week of the IDW series, um, spoiler alert, a certain character is presumed dead. We obviously don't know if that's true or not. Uh, and Sonic's reply is big oof. And that caused a huge controversy on Twitter of people like arguing about like if that was the right thing for Sonic to say or if like that's too much of a meme or if Sonic should have like eulogized this character who he didn't like in the first place. Sonic's like, yeah, 16. he didn't like him. Yeah. yeah, first of all, yeah, he's 16. Second, it's a character who did bad, was always bad. Sonic gave him a bit of a chance. Like, gave, Sonic gives everyone a second chance. He didn't take it, and he died by his own hands. <laughs> like, yeah, Sonic's not going to give a shit. Like, uh, I, I did fix it, though. I did I did find a way to fix it uh, by <laughs> changing it to Bidoof. <laughs> I mean, that's also a good choice of favorite Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, like I, I, I get that. Like the wording feels a bit like I don't know, Mimi. Like sure, I, I get, but I, I get that's like I get if that's your issue with it, where it just feels like not quite the right means of Sonic expressing that he's like ah whatever to that guy. You know, like I get the wording thing, but if you don't think that's the type. Of thing he would say, I think you don't know Sonic. I completely agree. Yeah. Like, there's a moment in the Metal Virus saga where um, uh, Eggman is like trying to take Starline's glove and like get rid of him, and Tails and Sonic are standing by, and Tails is like, "Should we do something about this?" And Sonic's like, "Starline helped develop a a virus that's turning that's destroying the world. Yeah, we're okay with this." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, like. We've been over this. Sonic is not necessarily a force for good or for evil. Yeah, he's a shonen hero. Like, he's going to just, like, be whatever if somebody, like, you know, made the bad choices and suffered for them. Like, <laughs> also, I don't know. I feel like anybody who doesn't think that Sonic is up with meme speak and, like, absolutely on TikTok, I think they're wrong. Oh. Absolutely. Did you ever see that ad for one of the Sonic Racing mobile games where it's legit Sonic like in his game room and he's like, what's up, Sonic Squad? Today I'm going to be playing Sonic Racing. Let's see how to do it. <laughs> I didn't see that, but I believe <laughs> it. it. Um, oh, my God. It. Like the dopamine machine. Yeah, of course, Sonic <laughs> looks at the Internet. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um what's i gonna say uh yeah no it's sonic has a tiktok where he does like the sped up footage of him of running so he looks even faster <laughs> what is there to see then <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> he doesn't get it i like to think sonic's bad at tiktok oh, that would Here's be charming ad. yeah it's legit God. him sitting in his gamer pad with his phone Oh my god, wait, I didn't see this is an official yeah, thing is official. I didn't realize. That's Roger. Oh my god. Sorry if this is catching on the mic, I'll try to cut <laughs> no, it. No, put it in. 
<laughs> oh my god oh my god this wow is, i don't know i feel like this is in it character. is it absolutely is yeah no sonic's probably like when sonic's not doing like hero stuff he's doing whatever the hell he wants he's sonic's probably a, a gamer hog <laughs> sonic the teen hog yeah <laughs> wait no <laughs> <laughs> oh wait you're right about that <laughs> yeah i don't i don't like the connotations of that one <laughs> um but yeah it's it, i don't know sonic's sonic's a dumb teen let him let him be <laughs> he doesn't have to be he doesn't have to be yeah right. the the, the yeah. wording could have been a little different but the like sentiment he's trying to pull is extremely in character where yeah. he's just like, well, that sucks yep. for him. I gave him a chance. That's <laughs> it what it is. Matter. He's saying that sucks for him. It doesn't matter now what happens. <laughs> it um, does not matter who is wrong. Yeah. Who is right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that does it for the, our, our I don't even think I said the news title segment title at the beginning. That does it for the blue blurb. Um, ah. Next up, we have uh, sorry, we're going for so long, but uh, we have dropping rings. Uh, where I show you some uh, Sonic merch and you have to guess the price. Now, the first few ones here, I don't have a price on. These are just from the uh, Chow Island Wiki that I wanted to share that are just some very, very lovely, horrifying products. We have probably one of those lead painted uh, yeah, Chow. I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, uh, don't do not drink from the Garfield mug uh, type ones. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, uh <sighs> It's from 1998, <laughs> so it's probably pretty expensive now. I'm going to say. Oh, like shoot. It actually does list the price on the website on some of oh. these. Uh, so that one doesn't have a price, but the uh, and neither does this next one. But I still want to share it because he just looks like the most horrifying little oh. demon child. <laughs> um, but now this one does. This one will is not. Usually I'm asking for what the eBay resale second market price is. This one is just what the listing price was when it was sold. Uh, it's a chow beanie, which I'm surprised they don't make more of now. <laughs> I like that. Look at them. You just put cute, that on your head and become chow. <laughs> it's cute, but I, I don't think it would look right on a human. No, yes, it looks it horrifying. It looks like Kirby mouthful mode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, how much do you think this was being sold for at the time? Oof. I think like maybe at the time, $25. All right. I was going to say like 30. OK. Uh, oh, wait, that's the correct sound. That's the incorrect sound. Um, it was nine dollars, apparently. That's nine. Really inexpensive. Yeah. Um, wow. Now, most of the time, a lot of these the, the, the cursed items that I have found are only cursed because like they just make the chow look like little fucked up guys like wait, little Sean, like demons. Wow. Yes. What year was that beanie released? Uh, that beanie was from. Uh, it does not say. Damn. But oh wait, you know I could probably find it from what what uh, line it was from. Hold on one second. I uh, gold chow, you posted. It's got real tails doll energy. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the <laughs> unfeeling oh. eyes. I uh, hold on. I have to go back to the merchandise page. Um, the beanie was from two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I uh, nine dollars in 2009. I know it's worth twelve dollars and 43 cents today. So wow. it's still not bad. 
that's really inexpensive still for one of these hats. I feel like yep. merch stuff, yeah. when you're getting into 3D merch, you're a fool if you have it under 15. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so we have uh, Sonic 2.5 inch figures, modern gold chaos. <laughs> or, yeah. Chaos. Chows. Yeah. I don't know why. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so it's just a gold chow, but it's kind of just like the head tilt that's like making me freak out at this little guy. <laughs> yeah, like this yeah. guy's this guy's in Five Nights at Freddy's for sure. Also, yeah, he's just like shoulders. looking like yeah, <laughs> yeah he's very shoulders. buff. <laughs> this chow's been working out, and he's gonna show you what it's for. And, and he tastes like that fancy pudding you can get at like high class restaurants, where they decided that the way to make this pudding. Fancy was to put gold flakes on it. <laughs> so it tastes the same. It's just yeah. that now you uh, now you beep in a metal detector. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you shit gold. Uh, <laughs> what a waste. Gold. What, oh, my God. Uh, so how much do we think this one? This was this is not aftermarket. This is just being sold on like Walmart. And is this official? Yes, this is official. Well, Sean, okay. here, here's an issue. Uh, Walmart has a lot of third party sellers. So they, uh, they well, can jack up hmm. the price however they want. Oh, oh my God. Wait, hold on. He's being crucified in the box. Huh? Excuse me. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it says Jack. So it's an official. <laughs> it's, fucking... it's an official toy, but is the pricing legit? Or yes. Is it a third party seller. No, it's, it's from Walmart. I'm going to say like. Twelve dollar. OK. The, how, how big is uh, this is the 2.5 inch. The and, 2.5. And, and by the way, I'm sure this is uh, close okay, without well, going over. Like OK, the 2.5 inch figure should be about five dollars. OK, uh, well, uh, it is uh, 10. No, it is 9.99. So I sure you are, you got the closest on that. Oh, come on. Nice. <laughs> the four you, you inch don't figures are 10.99. I've done my research. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the drop in rings is probably what gets you the most steamy about this podcast. Here, it's all behind the camera. Look behind me. I know how much these damn figures cost. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry. It's all fine. So next up, we have, I think, one of my favorite Chow images of all time. Free him, but also don't. (laughs) I feel like... That chow deserves to be more free than the gold one. No, this chow looks like a Hannibal Lecter type. Like, <laughs> yeah. isn't this just cheese? It is cheese. It is cheese. It is cheese. But he well, is up to something, which is cheese. why he has been imprisoned. Yeah, it's that sidelong glance. <laughs> oh boy. If you look at if you look at the side of him, you can see the Sega trademark imprinted into the back of his head. Oh no. <laughs> and just a chunk someone's bitten out yeah that's why he's a little fucked up <laughs> he i looks would say like... oh go ahead I, I mean i was just gonna offer the price no more than five dollar yeah this is aftermarket but yeah no more than five dollar for you okay okay christian first off before i guess he looks like this meme image of toby mcguire yeah. yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that yeah, he definitely deserves to. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god. <laughs> Second, um, I'm gonna say so. This is aftermarket. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm gonna oh, say. Let me, let me let me list the full title: Sonic X figure collection, Cheese the Chow Sega Toys 2003 Toy Japan KO9 1.6 inch. 1.6 inch. Gotcha toy. Yeah. Mm, Twenty. Uh, I'm so sorry. Oh wait, <laughs> I keep forgetting where the what the key uh, <laughs> binds on those are. It is sixty nine dollars, baby. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, and finally, we have this bobblehead, uh, this chow bobblehead that is probably the most frightening thing I've ever seen in my oh, life. Pupils are way too small. Oh, this has <laughs> Animal Crossing Villager and Smash Energy. He has. <laughs> You're completely he right. Has done something. This chow has done something. Oh God, I forgot chow have tail. Yeah, they have tails. Yeah. I forgot they Little have tails. Tail. Oh, this one's not fun. It looks like. <laughs> it looks like, like Sonic's dookie. nose. <laughs> it looks like it's shaped like Sonic's nose. I like how his <laughs> mouth on this looks like it was hastily drawn along with a pen because like the lines are scuffed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, OK, was this, this is a priceless thing? Is so- was Sonic Boom some sort of event? I forget, like, like, like that logo. Yeah, Sonic right Boom was a convention. It might still be a convention in, uh, I believe, the UK. Okay, so I don't know if this is just made by the event makers, but oh, it says Sega edition. on it. It says Sega on it, so you know. Yeah, th- it th- seems there like might it's be like some a thing that was exclusively sold there. I believe that Sonic Boom is more or less, excuse me, more or less official. Yeah, um, but and so is the bloodlust in his eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so how much do we think this is? This is also aftermarket um, uh, and it is limited edition and it's a bobblehead, which is perfect mm-hmm. for Chow. I will say that. Yeah, it is perfect for Chow. Um, first of all, I'm surprised that there isn't a Chow Funko Pop by now. I'm looking that up. Hold on. <laughs> I think they just announced. Some. No, wait, there is Shadow holding uh, a Chow. Hold on. Mm. This is this is very cute. You know what? I will I will have you guess the price after that. <laughs> Let's see. I'm thinking that this fell is probably around 120 or mm-hmm. completely priceless because just too powerful. <laughs> that smile, priceless. <laughs> <laughs> um, the shapes these guys are. They're so easy to draw. Let's yeah. See. Yeah, yeah, I think that's like what's really appealing for Sonic characters. Keep the mascot design. Yeah, their their proportions like they should be made easy to draw for kids. Um, Sean, I'm going to say a number that you're going to have a Pavlovian reaction to. Uh, yes, I'm going to say. Two hundred dollars. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, <laughs> our, our friend uh, Mike Maynard came on uh, the show and gave two hundred dollars for every single answer, and then did wow. it again during the charity stream. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, was he right at any point? Yes, I uh, sort of. I think, but the only times he was right was when he gave the other a, a different answer as a joke. <laughs> oh well, all right. Uh, so Wait, Mike, Mike, is- uh, God damn it! I keep forgetting it. It is 220. You got very close. Oh, wow. Damn. Good job. Uh, he's from the UK, right? Yeah. So I think it's so funny that he says $200. I have to wonder if he knows how much $200 is, considering they use pounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, $200 is a lot fewer pounds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, okay. So 
final one. Here is the Funko shadow holding a little Funko chow that's honestly horrifying. Palm the little chow. Yeah. The little chow's okay, but the Hand shadow... you this. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a I... Hot Topic exclusive, just like Batman Vegeta. <laughs> oh. I really dislike how the Sonic Funko Pops look. They were, the, mean, the old ones were better where they used the white for the eyes instead. Mm. It was a choice. They made an actual they made a creative choice with it, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, how much how much is the market value? This is from Toy Wiz. So this is like what they deem the market value is like. Uh, 30. Wait, actually, hold on. I had it and then I lost it. The price. Uh, I love that oh, it's, it's his chow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. OK, so here's I have the market value now. What did you say, Escher? I said about 30. OK. I want to say 45. It is 75. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's in demand, huh? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I found one with like harsh lighting. <laughs> Hold <Yeah>. on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but put that in the game. That's that's just an 06 render. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's haunting. It's horrifying. I like that he looks more matte in this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's um, not as glossy. Oh my god. Uh, I wanna uh, share this shirt. stuff. I wanna share the shirt I have real quick. Um I have go to, for it. I have to paste the link because the image itself is apparently too big. Um this was a shirt they released. Oh, when yeah, the, yeah, I've seen that one. When the um, Chow and Space cartoon came out, it was like it was only released for a little bit. It's drawn by Tyson, but it's Sonic under a palm tree with a Chow sleeping and like leaning on a shoulder. It's very cute. I I love it. Yeah, uh, I did find one more horrifying one from the Chow website. <laughs> he looks like he looks like an idol, like like an idol you'd find in a Chow temple. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> the first ones, like the first, like the front side of it, just like <laughs> worship me. Yeah, he looks like the statues that you would find in the uh, Chow Race lobby. Oh, yeah. He looks like, do you know that one candy store uh, that, uh, Christian, you might know this more, but there's like a giant gummy bear idol at the back. <laughs> I feel like I know what you're talking about. It looks like you're like there to worship gummy. Like, it's called Lolly and Pops, I think. Hold on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's enormous and it, it truly looks like it's like offering you its flesh oh my wow. god yeah that, that does look like that oh that's my god. spot on <laughs> um, well that does it for a very weird drop in rings uh, uh, and that does it for our episode a very long episode about the chow garden I had an absolute blast very, uh, thank you great. so much for joining us Escher uh, please let me know Please let the people know where they can find you and your work and all that. Um, so let's see. Currently, I'm doing uh, the comic series Arise Ye Skeleton King, which uh, should be getting its website up soon, finally. <laughs> and uh, mostly you could find me hanging out at Escherbug on Twitter because that's the only dopamine machine I'm going to let myself have for a bit. Um. Yeah, I think that's about it for me. I just post a lot of dumb puns, uh, bugs, and fan art of my favorite band. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Christian? Yes, please check out Escher's work. Um, 
let's see. Uh, God, like, I, I, why am I struggling thinking of what my website is? Um, it's cdobbinsart.com. Um, it's, what is it, at C underscore Dobbins on Twitter. Uh, C Dobbins Art on Instagram. I'm not really doing too much. Like, I, so... I am currently employed uh, doing animation for Augenblick Studios, uh, and I am working on something that I am very excited to show people. Uh, I, I can't say what it is because of NDA, but it's probably going to be out sometime in the fall or maybe August. I'm not quite sure, but it's something I'm genuinely excited to show people. Hell yeah. Can't wait to um, see it. And for, well, first of all, I want to say uh, I love your <laughs> your uh, uh, Atomic Robo drawing that you posted the other <laughs> day. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing you'll find is uh, yeah. pictures of Atomic Robo in hot pants. <laughs> he is he is also one of my favorite characters. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm I'm glad to hear it. Uh, I, I love I love uh, I love a character in general who is like mostly indestructible and then gets punched and is like, ow, that was rude. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a uh, great it's a great thing. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, you can find my work at uh, Sean at your son. That's S.E.A. in the number eight. U R S O N on Twitter. Uh, God, what have I been up to? Uh, I have. uh God, uh, I'm trying to think of things I've been doing lately. Uh, I'm available for research work. Uh, you can hire me to do research for your podcasts and video essays, stuff you don't want to like dig through the details of. I'll like put up a document for you and help you convert it to like scripts and stuff like that, uh, or a cheat sheet for podcasts and all that. Um, I've worked for Wizard and the Bruiser and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, give that uh, all my stuff's on my website and uh, on my Twitter, Sonic Your Son, uh, and you can follow the pod uh, at uh, at Sonic Pod on Twitter. Uh, we'll, we will be posting all of the images we shared uh, during this and talked about during this, uh, and that about does it. Uh, Escher, well, real to quick, bring real us, quick, real quick. oh yeah, one. I want to say hire Sean for the work that you don't want to do and take it off yes. your hands. It's that easy. Two, let my, yeah, let my hyperfixation like take over. <laughs> <laughs> Two, uh, I wanted to thank people who tuned in and donated to the charity stream. Oh, God. Yeah, I totally forgot. Um, I totally forgot to thank everyone for that. I forgot this is the first episode we recorded since then. Uh, yeah, we got uh, past our goal of a thousand uh, for Trans Lifeline. Uh, I don't have the exact number in front. I think it's like we got eleven hundred total. Um, something like that. Uh, but thank you so much. Uh, I know a lot of uh, listeners joined and donated um, and spread the word and all that. So, God, th that is way more than I was expecting to get. So thank you so much. Yeah, Hell yeah congrats. Thank you so much. Uh, and Escher, to bring us out, we do uh, the Tales line read from uh, Sonic Adventure 2, uh, where uh, hold on, let me find uh, there it is. We all did it together. Uh, as our sign off. <laughs> so uh, on three, we'll just say it. It never lines up. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> all right. One, two, three. We, we all, all did all it together. Did it together. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, everyone. We'll see you on the next one. See ya. Bye bye.